Alright, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 58. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me today on what is at the time of recording April Fool's Day, uh, Mr. Oh. Trees. How are you, sir? Man, Fred, uh, don't you just hate boring weeks? <laughs> like, just... <laughs> Don't you, you know, just hate it? You know, when just nothing of significance happens. You know, nothing to really just dog you that page of life. You know, you know, I could go for a boring week. Actually, you <laughs> joke, but <laughs> I think Holy I'm about fuck. due for one. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I'd say so. Me too, Fred. <laughs> <sighs> So you're doing it's been well? A <laughs> it's been a week, buddy. It has been a week from last last time we talked, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, as of last Thursday, if you listened, uh, me and the wife uh, both had tested positive for for the vid for the for the COVID. All right. Um, you calling it the vid? That's awesome. I was. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Whatever you the, the Rona. The vid, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say, you know, Rona. I'm, I like Rona. That sound that has a ring to it. Got yeah, yeah. I think my brother-in-law uses the Rona. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so to this date, for me, still no symptoms, no nothing. I've never felt any different. I think you can safely assume that's going to be consistent from now on. And uh, thank goodness, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I think. Last week, I said my wife had been sort of like uh, zonked. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. been pretty much sleep. I think when we talked, she had been sleeping for like two days. Something well, that, like that. That, con- that continued until the weekend where she was still just like morning, night, just in bed. Just every time I went up there, she was just out cold, you know, make sure she's okay, eating, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then, then shit went, shit went south, Fred. Crazy south on uh, was it Sunday? No, Monday morning. Yes, Monday yeah. morning was was the day I think because I, you know, uh, yeah, my um, it was like ten. I think it was like folding laundry, right? Because for a week I've been holding down the fort, as you can imagine, with the kids every day, the house laundry cooking. All that shit, and uh, so I was, I was. So it looks like it was trying, Sunday, actually. Was it Sunday? That Based happened? off of your texts, yeah. yeah. You're right, Sunday. Okay, so it was Sunday morning, and um, <clears throat> I was very proud of myself because I had I'd done all the laundry in the laundry room, and uh, for people who don't have a family with kids, <laughs> uh, I can't tell you the last time I saw the tile floor in the laundry room. Say. I didn't even know what it looked like. I wasn't even sure if it was hardwoods, concrete. I didn't know what was under those. Like if your like, wife had her wits about her, she would have been like, stop doing it. You're never going to get to the end of that. And then you found it. it. You, you're like the guy who found the end of the internet. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like a crane machine. I was going down with a bucket and just handfuls off the floor and bringing them upstairs and folding them into like, you know, like the best piles I could. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, these are the kids. This is the girls. This is these are these are pants. These are shoes. everything just went separate. Towels <laughs> and um, so I was very proud of myself. And I was getting to the bottom of it. And um, 
And then my, my daughter came downstairs and I said, what's your mother doing? I heard her upstairs. She goes, oh, she just got out the shower. And she had been down that morning, had some toast and she was talking to us. And then she went up and I guess she took a shower. And then my, my stepdaughter was like, uh, I said, how was she doing? You know, she's got the shower. I said, how's she doing? She goes, I don't know. She's uh, laying down, said she's uh, having trouble breathing. That she's sounds like she's dying up there. You know, as a oh, um, self-centered, uh, spoiled teenager, sure she's uh, fine. Comment about her <laughs> dying mother upstairs yeah. um, as she looks at her phone getting cereal, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, that's not good, man. I said, so I go up there, and yeah, you know when you look at somebody and they. Yeah, not right. Mm-hmm. And I went in there, and she was she did not look right. And uh, I said, "You all right?" And she's just like, "Can't breathe." Checked her oxygen levels, and they were like dropping. Mm-hmm. So they weren't just like low. Like as we were watching them, they were just like ticking down. So I said, "Well, time to go." You know what I mean? Smart kids, get yeah, your, get, get your shit on. Our hospital is literally ten minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's quicker just to like haul ass down there. Sure. Didn't wait for someone to come. So, so, you know, piled the kids in the car, got her, got in there. And you know, when you see neighbors and neighbors are like, uh, Hey, what's up guys? What's going on today? And usually like, Oh, nothing, man. You know, just blah, blah. not today. Today was like, not good, Bob. Not good. <laughs> Shit's not good. He's Check like, in oh. later. <laughs> yeah. And he's, um, he's like, well, everything okay? I was like, no, it's not. I said, nope. no, it's not. I go, we're, we're off to the hospital. I said, we're back. A hell of a story. Please. Just and, get back to the me some other know. time. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the neighbors know the situation. They all been helping out. So they knew. Good. He knew, you know, that she right. was dealing with it and stuff. So he was like, oh, my God. And uh, and then it's weird, right? Because you you work for a hospital, you know, can't go in. Obviously, I'm positive. So can't go in anyways. Yeah. And uh, so we go through the drive through of the ER. And she was so, like, done that there was barely a goodbye. Like she knows she's focused. Mm, like mm-hmm. I'm not doing well. I need to go from here to there. Right. Right, right. now. So she was just like, all right, love you guys. And she didn't look back. She boom. And she's in the doors and you see someone talking to her and you're done. Yeah. Right. Yeah, current done. State, no, like, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're not getting a thumbs up or a like, okay, we're good. It's just like, no, uh, I guess we drive away now. And go and, anywhere uh, you that, want. You just can't be there. <laughs> and that was not cool. Not a good feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, my son, he's four and a half. He's in the backseat playing the switch. He doesn't know what's going on. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't understand that situation. So he's sure. just playing Mario. Uh, but my daughter, which, you know, we've, I've talked about her on the past with the anxiety issues and separation anxiety and all that. So of course she's bawling. You know, and she's like, is mom dying? And of course, your job as a parent is not to join in with them <laughs> in their no, panic. And no, okay. you, you right? got to be the you rock. Have, like, that's just, the way it is. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just the deal, man. And I was just like, of course not. But inside I'm going, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? And you know the deal. You don't think. You want what she you, wants. You want answers. You never, you never want to think the worst but my brain is going these kids that house school medical shit her medical shit her counselors 
her mm. dad, the dad's family. Uh, dude, okay, let me jump out a window. Yeah, now that... <laughs> should I do it now? Yeah, ideally you I don't do want to walk this path. Now the problem is I can't give you any advice that prevents mm. you from walking this path. Is the problem because I do it too. Mm. Like, yeah, it was not good. It was like, and then you get home, and then you're just home. That quiet home, mm-hmm. you're just home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the kids go on the couch. He's still playing a switch. He doesn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But she's she's being good, but she's breaking down and crying. And I'm sitting with her, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's good. No, let me go give a call. So I go, I go up to call, like, the hospital. And she's been there, like, eh, half an hour at this point. And I'm just like, hey, you know, it's like my wife, she has COVID. She couldn't breathe this morning. I dropped her off just trying to get some answers. And she's just like, oh, well, where did you drop her off? I'm like, the ER. And she's like, all right, well, we see that she's checked in. I'm like, okay. And she's like, hmm, well, does she have a phone? her phone with her? I'm like, yeah. And then just like, she's like, okay, well, I'm sure you'll hear from, from her or somebody soon. Okay. So, and I'm like, ah, oh, thanks. So thank you. There's a reason why that happens. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's the healthcare, um, protection act the hipaa mm. um if they yeah. don't have something on file where she has explicitly called you out and she might mm. but they probably haven't gotten there yet and yeah. uh and if she doesn't get admitted she's in an outpatient mm-hmm. capacity where they really aren't going to do that um right and so that's the problem is that they know <laughs> you know they know <laughs> where she is who she is yeah. and what she's doing but they can't tell you like a lick of it. In fact, mm. um, it was enough of an uphill climb to start. Uh, well, like when this first hit, which is it's been around for about 20 years now, so it's not that new. But when that first hit, like that was the big challenge was like, do we even confirm that people are here? And the mm. way they kind of defaulted it was if someone's not there, or no, if someone is uh, sorry. If somebody doesn't want you to acknowledge their presence, then they they have to say something in advance. So, but mm. well, it either was, way, it's well, I, that doesn't make you feel any better, and it doesn't explain oh, a whole no. lot. But it is what it is. No, no. And then I was like, all right, well, you know, this situation calls for me to call some people. <laughs> yeah. can't keep this shit a secret yeah. uh, this might be serious so obviously I had to call her her folks uh, which was not a fun call um, you get along with, their fo- with the folks though? oh yeah yeah I'm I know working. it's not a fun call but like yeah it's not a fun no, call no, no matter what yeah so and then I had to call her work get a hold of her work talk to her mm-hmm. boss I um her close friends you know what I mean some of her close friends because sure. I'm yeah, she talks every day, so they hey, need Denise. to know. And then, <laughs> and it sucks, right? And you know, get the neighbors and stuff, and and it sucks because they want to help, right? right? You know, what can we do? It's like nothing. It's like I have COVID. You can't take the kids. Yeah, you can't yeah. come in the house and hang out, even though I have no symptoms. But you just you can't do it. I got to handle this shit. You know what I mean? Um, and then of course later in the day, I sort of reach out to you and. You know, some of my other close friends just to be like, hey, <laughs> this sucks. Because, you know, you didn't want to tell somebody because well, yeah. you're just like sitting in it. You know, you're like, fuck, man, I need to chat with somebody about shit. So, 
And then I finally got word from her. It was kind of a garbled text, so I could tell that she was drugged up a little. And it was, they said her oxygen levels and her breathing happened uh, because she was dehydrated. Mm. Um, which was weird because she had been drinking stuff. Sure. Um, but she was drinking Gatorade. Ah, the old here. electrolytes problem. Yes, but it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's not just drink water, people. <laughs> yeah, or if you're going to drink Gatorade, that kickstarts the absorption of water, but mm-hmm. you need water to supplement mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like. So, um, so she had that going on. I think they gave her some steroid shots. I assure you. Um, yes. Um, and then what happened was they found out that she had pneumonia, displaced pneumonia, they said, because of the COVID. Um, so that was causing coughing and this and that. But they can't give her antibiotics for that. That's sort of your ride it out sort of deal. Yeah. Pneumonia, much like COVID, there's nothing to right. like treat it. Um, you, you give them steroids to help them. But yeah. So she was on a nebulizer for two days, uh, strengthening her lungs. And um, so that, yeah, that was on Sunday. And by Tuesday night, she was still in the hospital. Um, by Tuesday night, she sounded like a million bucks. Like she sounded back to normal, except for a cough. Um, you know, they gave her IV for a few days uh, with liquids and stuff, obviously, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like a life-sustaining bag. <clears throat> <laughs> so, like it really is like <laughs> yeah yeah people so, in comas um, can live on ivs for the rest of their life basically so um she came home tuesday night and then promptly on wednesday overdid it because my wife can't sit still and then late last night she had a, a little bit of a little bit of a relapse she she had a fever and and her her oxygen levels dipped a little bit, um, you know. So I've been a little, you know, I've been a little messed up all day dealing with, you know, up in my own head about it. She's fine. She's just up there sleeping, but woo boy, don't want to go through that shit again. Yeah, you know. And uh, again, through all of it, you know, you got to deal with the kids and just keeping shit normal, you know. Dinners and cleaning and uh, playing, you know, again, <laughs> just you no know, making sure she's doing her schoolwork during the day. And it's bananas, man. It's bananas, but that's it. That's it. That's your job. That's your job as dad is to uh, keep that shit together. You know? <laughs> yeah. You shove it all inside. Here's a tip for people just you shove it all deep down inside, right? And you put on a nice face. And then you shit blood for three days. And then yeah, you're good. I don't know how healthy that is. No, that's not healthy? What are you trying to say? No, oh, it's perfectly fine. That's just, your, that's just your body expelling stress. You know what I mean? What I will just say is out, this. Stressed out. People handle things different ways. And I was just talking to Julie about this. There, there won't be a story, I promise. But um, I think people are a little too overzealous to suggest how a person should handle a situation. Mm. Um, And oftentimes this has been my personal experience. They don't know what the hell they're talking about because they're not going through it themselves. Mm. 
Right. And then like, it doesn't make me feel better when they do go through it and they're like, God, I understand now what you were right. Isn't that the metaphor of COVID? Mm. Like, oh, I understand what you were talking about now. Yeah, Mm. I'm real glad. But like, it doesn't matter anymore at this point. Like, so I guess that would be my flip side to that is I'm sorry you're stressed. But um, yeah, I mean, most of what you're saying, though, I completely agree with. Like, yeah, you just got to. Got to roll with it. And I won't lie, like, Julie and I have had to make uh, a tough decision not to have more kids because I didn't want to deal with the health risks of what would happen if she had gotten pregnant again. Mm, like, yep. it's, it's one of those things where, like, call me selfish. Maybe I am. But, like, I just didn't – I didn't want to have to deal with all that. And so I know the thoughts mm-hmm. you're having. <laughs> I know where you go with that, especially if you followed mm. it too deep, which – to be clear, and there's nothing that, like I told you before, there's nothing that me saying anything is going to change. Mm-hmm. But just to reassure you, like, you're not there. Uh, neither was I. And uh, mm-hmm. but, but when you're on the cusp of it, you sure feel yeah. like you're there. You Google a lot. I'll tell you that. I don't trust you Dr. Google. Google. Never have. Well, you shouldn't. But no. you, you do it anyways. I don't. You do it anyway. I'm the only and, uh, person in the doing? fucking world who doesn't Google their symptoms. Yeah. <laughs> My doctor thinks I'm a, hydrochondria, a hypochondriac because I keep going mm-hmm. to see him. And I think, figure at some point he's going to be like, look, let me be honest with you. Like your $30 copay is not worth this anymore. <laughs> you know, you Google, you just keep Googling until you get the answers that make you feel better. Well, that's what so, it really is. Yeah. That's what yeah, it really is. At least you is. can so, acknowledge it. <laughs> I, kept, I kept Googling until I found oxygen levels that made it not so bad. And I'm like, all right, she's not bad. This is normal. And you assured me that it isn't terrible. Yes. Her, her yes. levels. They're yes. low, but not, not like life-threatening low. Well, what we talked about was normal is a range and everyone has mm-hmm. their opinions. And, um, you know, uh, the easiest one I'll use is my own example um, the average heart rate, I believe, is either 60 or 65 to 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I went to my doctor's, uh, this wasn't recently. I would say this was probably a couple of years back. And he goes, ah, your pulse is 72. And I said, all right, well, that sounds good. And he goes, it's normally 68. I was like, okay. And he goes, what you been doing? And I said, yeah, I don't know. You tell me, is my blood pressure up or my levels up? No, no, your blood work looks good, but... I don't like that. And then I get home and my wife's like, oh, that's a bunch of bullshit. I, she's like, he must be just an older doctor. I said, yeah, he's past retirement age, but he stays in there. But I've trusted him. He's seen me since I was 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, but 72 is a perfectly normal heart re- heartbeat by every standard. <laughs> right. You know, and she goes, and even if your regular is 68 and that's his point, like everyone's got their metric that's their normal. Right. And you adjust for that. She goes, going from 68 to 72 is not that big of a deal. Maybe you're suffering from allergies. Maybe you've got other problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're stressed out because your doctor's suddenly interested in your heart rate. <laughs> you know, Maybe. she goes, it's all kinds of stuff. She goes, normal's normal. So Yeah, well, we, we have a little thing, little meter you put on your finger, you know, that, like they do at the doctor's yeah, office. Yeah, it's a we pulse a oximeter. One. Yes, and... um. I forget what the pulse is, but the oxygen level, like when I put it on, it says like 97, 98. Well, I just told you pulse. It's 65 to 100. Oh. <laughs> it's no, average. But, there, but there's two. There's two on there. There's the, uh, 
I think there's a pulse thing, but then there's the oxygen levels or something. Yeah, yeah, it's your ox, uh, it's your O2 sat, your oxygen saturation level. Okay, so yeah. that thing, mine is like, so I'm fine, and mine's like 97, 98 when uh-huh. I put mine on. Yep. And then when she, when we brought it to the hospital, we stuck it on there, and it was in the 80s, and okay. it was ticking down as we watched it. Yes. Like it was ticking down till it was like 84. 82. Well, and given certain factors, 80. like she's got COVID-19, like the, mm-hmm. these are cause, these are, your reaction was, was the right reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's so the people who sat at home to quote unquote, write it out. Yes. That could no, be no, regretful, she's, right? She's not one of those people. She is very, like, she won't, he- she doesn't hesitate. She picked up the phone the minute we mm-hmm. saw that it kept going. And she's like, okay, what do I do? And they're like, come in. She's like, on it. <laughs> Get my, right. She you know. called She um, called some medical professional and took their advice and did what they said. Yes, yes exactly. Um, That's what we should all do. <laughs> so her, her oxygen level last night was like 90, mm-hmm. 91. But see, mm-hmm. that's what I'm panicking now, even though it's only a few points lower than what I am. But it's not perfect. So now I'm just like... Beside myself. Well, and to also walk <laughs> this logically, okay, mm-hmm. just real quick, you're not completely unjustified no. in any of these thought processes. You have mm-hmm. given concrete examples for your concerns. Mm. Now, I'd like to believe that me going for now, <clears throat> based off of what you've told me and the fact that she was discharged from a medical professional, mm-hmm. This is not a cause for concern until she tells you, right? I think one of the biggest triggers you mentioned in your story at the beginning was you walked in and she gave you that look, even if she didn't verbally say it, that lets you know (laughs) that she can detect her own body's not there, Uh, Mm -hmm. like not where it needs to be. And she hasn't given you that indication as far as I know today. So there's that. No, no. She knows when I can't focus. She knows when I'm like... So you won't notice me when I'm stressed because I'm, I, you know, I come from like a crazy alcoholic family. So my poker face on stress is perfect. You know what I mean? Cause you mm-hmm. grew up with that stuff and you know how to like navigate those waters. But what I do is I don't stop moving. Right. Yeah. It's like a sure sign. Like I'm like, I can't, I won't look at you cause I'm too busy. Like, Hey, we don't have time for this looking at each other. Shit. I got the stuff to do. So that's what she was doing today. She's invented. And she's like, stop, stop. She's like, look at me. And she laughs. Cause like, she's like, you can't look at me. She's like, I'm like, oh, there's dishes. And uh, there's uh, I think I seen a uh, right. cat throw up downstairs. I got uh, <laughs> uh. And she's just like, stop. She's like, we got this. She goes, we know when it gets bad, what it's like, <laughs> what it feels like. Yeah. And this ain't it. You know what I mean? So, and I'm like, okay, got it. Got it. But see, that's the, the sign of a good, <laughs> no, but that's a sign of a good partner. Like I've, oh, like yeah. Julie knows when I'm picking fights. This mm. may be hard for you to believe. I know because I'm so, mm-hmm. I'm so open-minded and cavalier normally. I know. Um, but sometimes I pick fights and she knows how to yeah. diffuse that situation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to, and I also want to thank, um, our boy Los, a good friend, Papa Los. Yeah. He doesn't go by Papa Los anymore. Right? It's just Los, straight uh, up Los, right? Yeah. He's dropped all the little yeah. monikers, didn't he? Like, of the, 
But um, I think now he that he's like me, brood leader Ro- Los, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ring leader Los. <laughs> he's just got, he's got shit going on. Yeah. Um, he always has something going on, Los. But he did text me um after last week's show, so he must have listened. He, he asked if everything's all right over here. And this was before the shit hit the fan big time. So right. it must have <laughs> so been the weekend. Like it must have been like Saturday night because <laughs> yeah, I had my right. feet up and shit, drinking, having a beer, and I was just like. <laughs> But I was still stressed, you know, you, you well, know, yeah. like your person laid up and stuff. So I was, but I was like, ah, oh, thanks for asking. But I was like, you, just like I told you that day, I said, I got that Dory mentality that keeps swimming. Yeah. Like it's a just, good mentality to have. You just got to keep going. You can't, you can't shut it down. Especially with the kids, man. You can't, you cannot just loaf around, man. Cause those no, kids. Cause they see that and they notice. pick up on that. Yeah. Especially my son's oblivious. He don't give a shit, but my, my daughter for sure. Like, She's old enough and she's stressed and has enough anxiety where it's like, you know, she has to see me doing regular house shit. And right, you know she's what I mean? gonna feed off that. She's she gonna, will, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Listen, man, parents that have visible anxiety and stress uh have kids <laughs> that uh, will have anxiety and stress, you... man. Is, because they need, you know what I fear every day. <laughs> yeah, it's I am true. a timid I, individual, and uh, when, my daughter seems pretty chill. But thank I God think, she doesn't take after me. I think about my parents, right? And they weren't perfect. They were obviously, my mother is a drinker now; she's old. But my when my dad was alive, he was pretty solid. But he he had his issues. Um, but as kids, when you looked at them, right, mm-hmm. they were kind of like how I am now. They they just kept swimming man they never you know and then behind the scenes you realize now behind the scenes it was you know drinking problems and fighting and layoffs and uh you know what i mean all types of shit that you just the real world's fucking tough but when you're 12 you just like you got laid off oh that sucks dad i mean you know (laughs) right what times what times dinner because your parents magically keep moving right when you're a kid you 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 Parents just magically like <laughs> take care of everything. Well, you know. Well, I have, so, a, I have a theory though, which is that the personality types that shut down don't have kids, and like that's not a condemnation on those people. No, but you but, can shut down. Well, of course. If, I'm, if it if it's just me, well, and, and my wife yes. and that cat, <laughs> yes. that cat's not getting fed for a week. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm laying on the couch like. I don't, you know, because you don't have that responsibility, but exactly. But once you have it, that Mm -hmm. right, it's like that. It's just instinctual. Like Mm -hmm. that option gets like. uh, Sorry to bring it to video games, but like that option gets like grayed out. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying that most people don't. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do do it, that doesn't make you a bad person. It just, it's just, right, like you a lot of people try to avoid that option yeah because if you shut down your kids don't know where to go right that's the true fear Mm -hmm. is being nine years old or 12 years old even uh which Mm -hmm. means you understand it on a whole different level Mm -hmm. um and seeing your family your your, right your rocks your parents shut down like that's that's no good. (laughs) that's traumatizing it can be it is i don't mean to oversell it but it can be Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I'm still not, at least in my mind, 
I'm not out of the woods yet. You know. No, you're pro. Um, you're processing, but you're hanging in there. Yeah. You're talking about it, which is good. So, uh, well, you know, it's you know, break the fourth wall. You know, Fred's like, hey, if you you don't want to do the show tonight, I understand. But I'm like, if I don't do the show, then I'm just <laughs> sitting upstairs in the living room by myself, not doing yeah. a show. And it's like, at least, at least I can shoot the shit here. And uh, believe it or not, I did, I did play games and stuff this week. So, which, with the circumstances going on, at least it's more a little bit when we get to it, be a little bit more uplifting story because. You know, the games. So some games sort of saved me this week. You know, that's good. Kept me, kept me moving, which is you know, you know, which is a positive. You know, yeah. So, um, yeah, especially to contrast yeah. me, because like I don't have very positive things to say about the risks I took this week. Oh, no, <laughs> well, I'm done talking with. But I had to vent that out because that's what it was. It was a very um, stress. It's weird. You you wonder how much like stress you can pack <laughs> into two days. Like <laughs> like how dense how dense you can pack your days with some stress and uh, still keep going. And and you know here I am. So I'm glad you know that feeling's done. You know that whole time she was in the hospital was no fucking fun. And um, a little still stressed now. I wish she would just. I wish you know. I you know just wanted to kind of bounce back to normal hair um i'm sure she's ready too <laughs> yeah she's, I'm pretty, she's done with laying around, i'm pretty sure <laughs> it's <laughs> you know she she was done she was still done tonight because she came down for dinner uh i went and picked up some food she you know it's funny she has weird cravings all this week almost like she was like having another kid mm-hmm. like she's just like i want this tonight so it's like she just wanted like linguisa pizza tonight that's like all she wanted nice. so i'm like all right so i'll go get it yeah some some pizza and she ate that and then um you know east is coming up but there's been no easter preparation in this house as you can imagine <laughs> there are no yeah, fucking I, I there are no that. fucking there are no fucking baskets there is no fucking green <laughs> plastic grass shoved somewhere there's no candy and eggs there's shit my daughter's like what are we doing for easter i'm like do you not live in this fucking house like are you not i said that to her tonight not i didn't swear but right I'm like, no no i i would have like, like she goes so so i i did the easter eggs tonight i found some pads we had some like yeah we had some pads things down tablets the basement. in the basement yeah. the tablets. <laughs> In a, in a box somewhere. I'm like, these will work. And I boiled <laughs> off some eggs. And I'm like, because again, it's like, you got to try to stay the ship normal for these sure, kids. Sure. Um, and she was so zonk, she didn't stay. She was just like, I'm going up to bed and I did the eggs with the kids, you know. Uh, but my daughter goes, so, um, mind you, my daughter's almost 14, by the way. Um, and she's like, hey, uh, it's like, so what was the, uh, what are we doing for Easter? I'm like, this is it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're don't enjoying know. it. Yes. <laughs> I think there's a bag of M&Ms in the club. Go, you can eat those. And she's like, uh, yeah, but I mean, are we, are we even getting baskets? And my level of tolerance was just like <laughs> baskets. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I'm like, in case you haven't noticed, we've had a bit of a rough two weeks here. She goes, oh, I know, but I'm just, you know, usually I get a bike or a scooter or something. <laughs> I'm like, 
Oh, oh boy. God. I'm like, you, I go, do you know most kids would have a little empathy and be like, hey, mom, dad, I see the, you know, I see what's going on and uh, don't worry about shit this week. You know, a lot of kids would say that. Not this one. Am I getting a fucking basket? I'll give you a basket. Fill it with fucking rocks. I mean, I mean here's the thing I'll tell you. For contrast, um, mm-hmm. you might be surprised to learn that I wouldn't be surprised to learn that, like, actually most kids probably have her reaction. That doesn't make it any easier. No. But... Um, she, at the same time, I, I understand that uh, reaction from, like, a six-year-old, maybe. Sure. A spoiled six-year-old, <laughs> but a almost 14-year-old. Yeah, yeah. When you say fourteen and just thinking about it, I get that. Yeah, it's like fourteen. I was in high school. Who gives a fuck about your basket. What are you talking about? Basket. Go buy your own basket. <laughs> is there a uh, is there a plexiglass covered Easter bunny you can go visit? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Smash these hard boiled eggs over your head. Oh I was my God. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> but anyways, that was like. That was my little bit of being normal tonight is uh, we were dying Easter eggs, you know, except for that little conversation at the end. Sure, you know, sure, sure. If he compares stuff to her brother, who's four and a half, so he gets different things, and she still thinks everything should be one-to-one, as in he got this, yeah, and that cost that much. I should get – it's like you've had nine years before him all to yourself. Right. Not only to yourself, but with two families. Yeah. Because she'd have like yeah. Christmas here and then Christmas over her dad's. Easter here, Easter over her dad's with two sets of gifts in days. It's like, what are you talking about? I remember like my mom told me that when I was in like my 20s. She was like, I always liked that you were a gamer. She goes, because mm-hmm. we give you one little box and it was more expensive yes. than everything your sisters got. But you right. knew that that one Right. And she goes, I, I forgot which one she named. She named something. She was like, what, what? Oh, it was virtual racing. She goes, remember when I bought you that, that racing game on your Genesis? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I remember that damn thing cost like a hundred dollars. And she goes, <laughs> but you got that little thing. And it was hilarious because your sisters were like, ah, Fred just got that one thing sucker. And you were like, mm-hmm. oh yes. Oh, I'm suffering. <laughs> but yeah that is the one benefit of gamer stuff but i i I get Mm -hmm. the sentiment though yeah well anyways man that that was that's my venting forgive me people i did like uh no you're not the only one going through this though i think a lot of people need to hear this because either they've gone through this Mm -hmm. they're going through this or more likely at some point they're gonna have to go through this maybe not specifically i hope not like covid but and especially with hospital necessary symptoms, but mm. this is something that everyone goes through. Like these, again, it's it's these these experiences that that make us like that's the sense of community. It's it's what brings mm. us together, even though they're not necessarily positive circumstances, which is yeah. fair because we usually are talking about positive things. I'd like to believe so. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Oh well, yeah. So, uh, anyways, that was my week. This is my week, Fred. Mm. What about you? What about you? <laughs> what have you been up to? You know, I'd love to like counteract that with like, boy, I had the best <laughs> fucking week ever. But uh, um, let's see. The uh, weekend was uh, uh, pretty boring. My wife worked all weekend. Um, 
I remember talking to my dad and he was all pissed off that uh, getting a COVID shot was tough in Florida. I was like, dad, you're, you're in the only state where being 65 means you're super fucking young. Like, <laughs> and they didn't handle COVID too well. I'm sorry you can't get your vaccine in a timely manner. They couldn't get that, that needle through his fucking alligator tough skin. Actually, my father is a smart Floridian, and he's Costa Rican too, but he, like me, he's a light-skinned Costa Rican. Uh, My dad stays out of the sun and wears high SPF sunblock when he goes out. There you go. So my dad's a smart man. My dad dad has also had a bout with, I think, two little, like, skin lesions that when they took them out, they found out they were cancer, but they didn't spread. Right. But mm-hmm. that was melanoma if he had let it go. So, yeah, actually, my dad's a pretty smart guy about that. I'll give it to him. Pale pastrami ass ghost man. But like, yeah, yeah. Like he he definitely uh, he doesn't do the Florida <laughs> leather face <laughs> thing. Like oh, most okay. of them. his fucking neighbor, though. Oh, my God. I'm like, wow, I didn't know you had like a like a Native American neighbor. He goes, oh, <laughs> bud. No, Bud's is American as they come. I think he's from Kentucky. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Jesus, he's... that man, his skin is 192. <laughs> yeah. He's, but... <laughs> he's as close as a human being can be to a beef jerky without yeah. being dead. Yeah. Like, you know? if he if he ends up in the raw, like if he falls asleep in a bin somewhere, he might be sold as yeah. venison jerky. Like, um, it's, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so um, so did that. Oh, and then I helped my parents. Like I'm, you know, I'm I'm these days because of my job where I'm kind of like the mechanic of the lab along with two other mechanics. Like we don't know mm-hmm. what the problem is. We just try to figure it out. Um, so my mom's like, I can't figure out my garage code. She needs to change the garage code for reasons. So I was like, okay. My daughter uh, did her sleepover. Um. My wife got home. I cooked her dinner, um, and uh, she was really sleepy, so she went to bed at like nine fifteen. That's that's being married. <laughs> mm. Anyway, uh, so I picked up my daughter and we went over to my mom's house and we were going to change the garage code. My mom was like, "Yeah, I can't figure it out." I said, "Well, let's read the instructions step by step." My mom's like, "Okay." So it says to push the learn button on the garage door opener. I said, "Okay, I see the learn button here. What does it say? It'll happen." And she goes, "When you press it, it says it'll blink for thirty seconds, then go solid." Okay, read step three. And she goes, in that time period, within that 30 seconds, you have to put in the new code and hold down the enter button till the garage door opener clicks. I said, okay. And so I said, all right, well, get ready with your code. Do you know what your code's going to be? And she goes, yes, it's going to be. And I was like, no, 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 don't tell me. The whole idea of this is that we don't know unless we need to. I said, nobody knows. So that if I'm ever held hostage, I can't let them into the house. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> John Wick style, right? And I was like, just get ready with your code. She goes, okay, why mm-hmm. are you so like ready? We have 30 seconds. And I was like, yeah, you're not the fastest at typing this. She goes, no, we have to wait 30 seconds to put it in. I said, no, no, you got to put it in in 30 seconds. She goes, well, what crazy man would expect you to do that in such a short period of time? And I said, well, probably anyone who's under the age of like 300. So like, just trust me on this. And she goes, I don't know. Because I guess they tried like six times and couldn't get it to work. What they were doing was waiting 30 seconds till it solidified oh. again and typing it in. So I was like, yeah, just true. hear me out. Hear your son that you asked to drive out here out, right? Mm-hmm. Just try this. Because we've not tried it yet. 
So I was like, all right, ready? Three, two, one. I hit the learn button. She types the code. She holds down enter, blinks twice, click, click. And then I said, okay, try your code. She tries it. The garage door closed. She goes, that's a miracle. And I was like, okay. A miracle. See, you don't know this about me, Fred. I don't think you do. Uh, but my father-in-law, <clears throat> my wife's father, is a garage door man. You know, like I there will be blood. He's that. an oil man. I'm an yeah. oil man. This is he's a garage door man. That's been his career. Nice. So I'm actually around garage doors quite a bit. Sure. And open this. Everything in our house is jerry rigged with the garage door opener <laughs> because fair. the father-in-law has so many <laughs> sensors to make and work, pulleys. Yeah. In shit that everything there's like we have uh like up at the cabin there's big spotlights that are turned on by garage door opener <laughs> i love it yeah like, uh-huh. yeah everything's garage door so listen man i'm i program my my cars because you know the cars have the garage door opener buttons uh-huh. on the visors so i'm always programming those because he's always swapping out our garage door opener but the way we do it is you just hold down certain buttons on the on the and it scans visor for- right it says mm-hmm. blinking yeah, and then you go climb up to your garage door opener and there's a little red button behind the flap. That's the alert, or the, the transmit in. one, yeah, and then it catches yeah, then it. Yeah, and that just connects it, yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't yeah, figure out mine, and then I come to find out that in the 2018 Camaros, 2016 to 2018 Camaros, um, they w- were deciding whether or not to do a recall because those didn't work. They didn't learn the code. Oh, and uh, instead of doing a recall, they just like apologized. <laughs> like, yes. If you bitched about it, they'd give you like two hundred bucks back, right? Like whatever. Mm-hmm. And mine was built into mine, like it was part of the factory to dealer incentives. So I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't pay for it. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, um, but yeah, for the most part, I've been doing okay. My wife, in proving she's the male in in our relationship, she actually mm-hmm. changed out her own garage door opener while I was at work one day. Mm-hmm. She bought a whole new one and just replaced it wow <laughs> right <laughs> i was like the fuck she didn't know how to dispose of the old one i took care of that mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that was uh i still have my old one but uh we i have shelves in my garage mm-hmm. like shelves that run along the whole wall, like wall. Mm-hmm. that that are uh garage door sections held up with uh garage door like wire <laughs> yep, i know exactly like, what you're made, referring to yeah he made suspension bridges, fucking shelves. I mean, they're perfect. They're great. Yeah. But uh, there's always, you know, little kids' potties in the backyard. We've used milk crates in garage door sections to make tables for there the kids go. to sit at. Damn. Like, everything in my life has some sort of garage door part involved. You could do a horror movie, too, problem. because uh, most people don't know this, but if you held a garage door opener by... Mm-hmm. The com- the appliance that's actually above, you know, with the light and everything, the actual mm-hmm. motor, and then you held it out. It just looks like a really long chainsaw. Like, mm. <laughs> it really <Yep>. does. <laughs> he, uh, the big garage door <clears throat> at my in-law's house, he has a big, big barn-like mm. garage mm-hmm. that has all the shit in it. So it has a big garage door that goes yeah. way up. And, of course, he put, you know, because he's from the generation where uh, you just try to murder kids. Like who cares? <laughs> yeah. He he attached a string with like a little like a uh, little wooden like handle mm-hmm. to it, so that as the garage door goes up, you know, twenty feet, uh, the kids can hang off of it. Yeah, and, there you go. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like and my so, grandfather. We always wanted a diving board off of his dock, 
And so mm. he bought a diving board, but the one with the metal, um, the the solid steel lining on the edges, right? So it's yeah. like a wooden diving board with solid steel edges all around it. Yeah, that's mm. the one he installed. So of course, mm-hmm. naturally, like if you were too close to the diving board, you could rack your head open. Um, I did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, split my skull. Uh, so anyway, we did that. Uh, but there was a, it was a lot of a lot of gaming this weekend, which I'll get to. Um, and uh, and then um, last night I went to see Kong v Godzilla in the theaters. Ooh. Yeah, and that is out right. Like I can that is watch on, that HBO on HBO Max. Max. Yes, a lot of people watched people... it yesterday. And here's the thing I've noticed about HBO Max. I think people took for granted the fact that watching a movie, one, is supposed to be an enjoyable thing. Like, even if it doesn't (laughs) succeed at what it's trying to do, the whole idea the filmmakers had... I'm not talking about the production companies. That's all money. But the filmmakers Mm -hmm. and the people who are in the film, their true goal, I am am convinced, call me a a naysayer or a fool, but I am convinced Mm -hmm. their overall goal was to make something fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a horror movie, if that's your idea of fun and entertaining, they wanted to do it. And right. I was also pretty sure that most people who went and saw movies in the theaters were at least relatively psyched to see it, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're paying a lot of money to see it when they know they could just wait. And second of all, there is something for the experience. And lately, I think with people who are paying like 15 bucks a month for HBO Max and are just watching everything that's coming out on that in mm-hmm. wide, vast speeds for free with none of that gusto. It's just so easy to just be like, well, we are in a world where culturally it's just awesome to shit on everything. Just like, Mm. there's just, I don't care if you didn't like it. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. It's like, they're not just disliking something or they're not just, and I don't even know if I really could even tell with some of the, that's the other thing that, that it's like my wife calls it vague booking where you say something so vague, you can't tell what you're really saying about it. Yeah. Right. And so all I can tell you is I saw a lot of comments about it and I was just like, if you really felt the way you felt, I'm surprised that movie is an hour and 53 minutes. I'm surprised you held in with it because ain't nobody forcing you to watch it. Like, I don't mm. understand why you went through with it. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I have not disliked a thing as much as you claim to dislike this one thing. Those movie critics, <laughs> they don't have to earn it. They don't have to earn it anymore. The old but it's days, not even the critics. Like, they, we all hate the critics, right? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in the old days, you know, like, especially like movie critics, they at least have to be in the theater with a little notepad, a little mm-hmm. flat pen flashlight, take notes. Now you can just sit at home and shit on it. So it's pretty easy. True. Well, so, so, here's um, what, so real quick, here's what I did. I just want people mm-hmm. to know my, my experience. I'm on call. Okay. So there's that. So I have the risk that at any moment I'll get paged and have to leave. I got Dolby Cinema tickets, but I have the... AMC A list. So keep in mind, it was a low risk thing, right? Because I didn't pay for the ticket per se. It was part of my membership. And if I got paged, I can watch the end at home, right? Or I could Mm -hmm. go back and see the movie tomorrow. Like I get three a week, (laughs) like right? Like I got all the options in the world. Uh, Got a nice recliner seat. Trees, they don't have any good candy at my my, uh, theater. I am not a candy guy in the movies. 
I'm not a candy guy at the oh. movies traditionally. I'm more of a popcorn guy. Yeah, me too. But yesterday I had had dinner and everything. The movie was at eight. Mm-hmm. And I got a, uh, you're going to laugh about this, but I got one of those black coffees in a can where it's just plain okay. black zero calorie coffee, right? It's a Starbucks okay. thing. So I wanted something to take the edge off. And I was looking at these chili lime pork rinds, but like, do you know how hard those are to sneak into the theater? <laughs> like, and my daughter is allergic to um, peanuts. Okay. Not heavily allergic, just lightly, and she doesn't like the taste of them. So I grabbed some peanut butter M&Ms that were at this convenience store for 79 cents. Snuck them into the movie. And I got to tell you, I get into this movie. We get into the theater. Maria Menudo's is now doing her thing from her house. You can tell. You can tell it's a webcam thing. <laughs> they cleaned it up pretty well, but you can tell it's a webcam yeah, thing. That's funny. And I'm in the front and center of the theater. There's these turbo nerds next to me, these turbo Godzilla nerds. Uh, it's a couple. And um, it was just the funniest thing because I sit down and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want my M&Ms now, right? Like I open my M&Ms. And, uh, and the, the lights are, uh, go down and I, they, they played all the trailers I wanted to see the new justice league. I got to see that trailer, which was awesome. I got to see the new mortal Kombat trailer. That movie's two weeks away. I'm super psyched. And then right as the movie starts, I don't know how it happened, but I just caught eyes with the girl that was part of that couple next to me. Mm-hmm. And we heard like the, the opening of like the Godzilla thing. And they, they have this really robust music. It's, it's very similar to the end of the last Godzilla movie, King of the Monsters, where they play, mm-hmm. like, they hint at Godzilla v. Yes. Kong. And she just makes yep. eye contact with me, and she looks at me and she goes, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like, she was talking about the movie starting. Yes. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and She's there was ready. just something about being like, you're in the theater, I'm doing it, we're we're all COVID, we're all wearing masks, it's all kind of awkward, but we're all in this together. We're ready. And it's just this experience, right? And like, like I was so ready for this movie and it hasn't even started yet, right? And I think that's, what I just described there is what's lost in watching it at home. I'm not saying it's not an option, I'm just saying like that's what the theater adds to it, even if the movie's bad, right? Because even if that movie's bad, I, I, I've already, to me, justified the experience. Mm-hmm. So I love the movies, dude. I, I'm so, the reason I got HBO Max to watch all this stuff is just, I physically can't get to the movies. Right. Right. Anytime soon. Like, <clears throat> you know, so it's like, my son's not old enough where he would sit through anything I want to sure. see. And my daughter's not really into, no one's into the movies I want to watch. So <laughs> either I'm going by myself which I can't really get away to do that. Uh, yeah. So it's just not an option. Yeah. So, so. that's so funny, man. Did uh, that couple enjoy the movie? Did they applaud? Did they like it? Or they, they definitely liked it. They definitely liked it. Cause okay. we were laughing at the same time. We were, we were cheering at the same time and stuff like that. Cause it, it, it this movie, um, here's what I'll say without getting into any plot stuff, any spoilers or anything like that. It's fun. It works by itself, but if you've seen the other movies, there's little nods yes. and stuff like that. It, it leads into it. Um, but it's it delivers what you want out of that movie. If you have seen any of the previous movies or saw the trailer, like recent. regardless of what you've seen, like, yeah, if you've seen any of those recent ones, like the Godzilla one you were talking about, King of the Monsters, Kong, yeah. Skull Island, all, if you've seen those. I watched all three of them right. in, in la- a week, so you're going to be. It's going to deliver. And 
if you saw the trailer, regardless of what your thoughts on how they marketed that, if the shots mm-hmm. in the trailer, like if the thing was on mute and you just watched the trailer for the shots, like if that convinced you, like you will not be disappointed. Now, what I need to say though, is I can't tell you what the couple overall thought of the movie. Cause I wanted to ask them mm-hmm. and I can't quite leverage my opinion because sure as shit, 15 minutes before that movie ends, I got paged. Oh, man. So you didn't get the end? No. Um, I did get to see the badass parts that you're probably waiting for, but I didn't get to see the resolution of the film. Yeah, yeah, um, and if there is, I will say this outright. If there is a winner, a true winner of Godzilla or Kong... I don't know how that resolves. And I've somehow managed to dodge all the spoilers online. <laughs> now, do you have HBO Max? I do have HBO Max. So you can, you're going to finish it up there, right? I, I intend it. to finish it up there, but I decided to take one for the team and do this show instead. Um, okay. For it's the funny. record, though, and to give credit to my lab real quick, I won't tell that story, but I ended up being at work. Uh, I was the theater is five minutes from my office, so I actually could get to my office faster than I probably would have been able to boot up and remote in online if I was at home. Um, but uh, yeah, we had a catastrophic failure of our primary server, and we had to go into our failover. And uh, I was at the office till one thirty in the morning. So that was that. That was one of those things where it was like, no, I didn't get paid for bullshit. That was a legit, like the lab. This is not something your lab system ever should do. And so this was the biggie, as I'll put it. All hands on deck. Call everyone in. Like this is the biggie. Like that wasn't cool. <laughs> but but that said. I, that when I left, the guy was like the, the usher guy. He was like, was that your pager that went off? And I said, yeah. Cause the pager goes off. Like I can't silence it. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. have a silent mode, um, for this particular pager. Uh, they've removed the silence mode. So mm-hmm. like I took the risk. The good thing is it went off during like a big action scene. So like mm-hmm. only the people right next to me noticed. And of course yeah. the one guy, not the couple on my left, but the guy on my right, as I was leaving, I was like, he's like. He's like, are you a doctor? And I, I couldn't help it. I looked at him and I was like, yep, got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Some things are bigger than King Kong. Yep, yep. Godzilla, well, because he saw me just spring up and start to go, right? Like, And he yeah. was trying to pull his recliner down real fast for me. But of course, it's that slow ass motor. So it's like, <laughs> he's like it's, watching me try to get around yeah. him. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, you said that lady like, the girl looked at you and was like, fuck yeah, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. The, I remember seeing um, Blade. <laughs> yeah. Blade is uh, Marvel's Blade back before Marvel's. A, right. Anybody gave a fuck. And um, there was a dude sitting in front of me uh, off to the side. Me and my buddy went. And he was like, he was like that. He was very like turning around, interacting with us. Yes. Like, and not in an annoying way. He was so psyched. Like you feed off his energy. I was in my twenties, right when that came out. Uh huh. This guy had to be like in his fifties or something. That's fantastic. And he was like a larger guy, and he was by himself, and he just seemed so psyched to be yeah. at the movies that we would just we love that guy. And, and at the end, like he would turn around all the time with all he'd be like, "That's fucked up." Like it was, <laughs> you know, yeah, they yeah. something, or like, "Oh my god," 
And then I just, I, we will always remember um, <laughs> that we were, we were having beers after and we were like crying at the bar. <laughs> because, <clears throat> there's that corny line at the end. And I love Blade, by the way. I think Blade Me is too. fantastic. Yep. Right with you. Um, I was into all that EDM and house music and shit back then at the clubs. That so pump that panel remix like, of Confusion by New Order that's in the club at the beginning. Yeah. Holy shit, it's still the good. reason why I own that uh, soundtrack. We used, to, we used to listen to Cibo Motto all the time. Oh, which yeah, these yeah. Weird Asian girls that would sort of rap and they were terrible, but you thought they were great. Yep. And they had the two two girls like doing that in the club. And we were like, this movie is on but we're like this is the new shit like uh-huh. someone has a finger on the pulse with this movie and i i just i just remember at the end uh he has that corny line where he says uh <laughs> it's supposed to be real poignant right because the music like softy has he's like some motherfuckers just always trying to ice skate uphill <laughs> yeah. i did not remember that was the line until you just said it yeah and it's like supposed to be real like, oh shit. That guy thought that was the greatest fucking line. He turned around <laughs> and he's like, oh shit. He's like, it's on. He goes, I'm using that line for now. Like he thought that was the greatest <laughs> fucking thing he ever heard. And uh, yeah, it was a good old day. Steven Dorf as good old Deacon Frost, which is so hard right now because I'm playing Days Gone with Deacon St. John. But yeah. Steven Dorf is Deacon Frost. Well, and I don't know if you remember, but the third movie, Blade Trinity, has uh, Ryan Reynolds doing fucking full-blown Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, it's Triple H in it, too. Yeah, and make it, he's making fun of Triple H and Parker Posey in that scene. And I don't... Yeah. Just for the record, I don't like any of the Blades. Blade okay. is where it's at. The first Blade... I like them it. all. Norman Reedus as the uh, as the sidekick in the sequel that uh, mm. does him dirty, and then Brian Reynolds. And I remember getting out of Blade Trinity with uh, I think I might have even seen that with my wife because uh, we started getting together in two thousand and four, and I think that movie's like oh five or oh six. But either way, I remember getting out and I was like, man, that's gonna go down as like the best of the Blade movies. I was so wrong. There are most people who think that, like, even though Blade 2 wasn't as strong as 1, they're like, that's fine, but those two movies are fine. Trinity can die in a fire. I'm, like, the only person I know of that likes Blade Trinity. <laughs> yeah, you, you, that's a... That's I'm, I'm going to die on that hill alone. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, it was, but it was a good movie. I had a fucking mm-hmm. smile on my face that no one could see the whole time. I, I watched those movies in succession like recently mm-hmm. so close together that it it, it made me a, a bit of an expert on the godzilla kong movies because people at work were you know before all the covid stuff went down right like people going to me asking me about this new movie and i had all the answers because i just go. watched them they were like you know how is kong's uh so big uh you know he's as big as godzilla in this movie but he wasn't i'm like listen the other one took place in the Vietnam. Yeah, took place in the 60s. He was a his parents died. He was he was a youth. Like oh, you know, he, John C. Riley even says he's small now, but he's gonna grow big. Oh, he does. Story. They yeah, they do a like, good job establishing in the beginning right. what has happened since Skull Island. Yep, that's um, what I say. I go look at him in Skull Island. He has like a little fade, a little top. You know, he's <laughs> clean shaven. <laughs> the young monkey. 
He's got a beard. He's got an ape beard. Yeah, he's in this old. Yeah. He looks old. <laughs> he's, <in this> one. <laughs> he's grizzled. <laughs> you're sitting there watching it, and you're like, "Oh, I can relate to everything he's doing in this." And I think they know that, right? Because he is closely resembling to our species, and so they give him those just the right hints of our mannerisms, and it works very well. Um, they should make his. Um, they should have a little scene where his back goes out for a second. Actually. Oh. Just, it, just, see the movie. just see the movie. Just see the movie. Just see the movie, and we'll talk. You guys see it. I'm excited. <laughs> but uh, I would yeah. be watching it tonight too. Uh, if we weren't doing the show, because I didn't know until today that it was out. Oh yeah, it it went really well. And like I said, even though I had to leave the movie, and I'm I'm, it was funny too because the usher was there, and he was like, "Was that your pager?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "You're 12 minutes from the end. Are you sure you have to answer?" And I said, "I do." And could you imagine if I was like, "Ah, fuck it, I'll just wait 12 mm-hmm. minutes as the lab system's crashing." <laughs> like yep. this is why you always answer the page because you never know. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, um, and of course I called them and I was like, uh, so what's going on? They're like, we don't know. It's just nothing's working. And I was like, okay, I got to get to the office. Um, so I will watch the end of it. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about rewatching it. And I might even go rewatch it in the theaters. Um, oh, wow. I'm off call in, on Tuesday. So maybe I'll just, uh, and I, I decided, I think I'm going to take off next Friday. So I might go next Friday uh, and just go see it um, again. But Yeah, uh, I mean, I have a few more days to myself here. So if I'm going to cram some movies in, it has to be soon because my my quarantine time is up. And if everything, my wife and it's back to the grindstone by next next Tuesday will be me going back to work. I mean, I've been out of work for fucking two weeks now. I'm like, it's like crazy. You know? Super jealous. But it's um, like that, it's at out of work, though, where it's not like it's a free for all because I'm too stressed. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's the point. It's like, it might have been better to just work and not have... <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, time everybody's in bed, especially when she was in the hospital. It's like, I'd get the kids in bed and settled. Well, not my daughter. She's, she stays up, but she goes in a room at like, sure. you know, 8.39 and she's on her phone and watching TV. But the boy, you know, I've been training him. <laughs> I've been training the boy. <laughs> the one good thing about uh, my wife being laid up is that I had to take over the reins of like, you know getting him to bed mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we've talked in the past that she's very she she's very wimpy when it comes to disciplining and sort of she she lets him do what he wants mm-hmm. um my wife's the exact right? same way all kids all kids know it so he knows how to manipulate her mm-hmm. and stuff uh, but he has a new bed he has a, a loft bed and uh yeah so i'm proud to say ever since i've been in charge for two weeks the boy's been going to bed on his own with no one in the room with him there you go you know yeah, I think I, I need to loft my daughter's bed just to uh, reinforce that thought process. Mm. <laughs> she's it, getting old enough only, where she's not going to care about us soon anyway. <laughs> the only thing I, I I wish I didn't have to do, but this week, I, listen, I needed a little help parenting. And, and that is sure. I let him take his iPad to bed. Okay. Um, and he'd watch like, he's been watching like um, Splatoon and Minecraft videos and stuff. Um <clears throat> And basically, I give it to him at eight, and I put him in bed, and I tell him he has a little nightlight, and I say, "I will be back in like twenty minutes." And he's like, "Okay," and sure enough, at eight thirty, I go in there, and he hands it to me, gives me a kiss, says, "See you in the morning," and I leave. Bada bing, and so, proud dad, and he's he's out. So, so he's in the habit of of kind of watching something twenty like right before bed, which I know is not the best but it has like the blue screen on it and stuff it's real dim you know it's it's like whatever listen man 
I, I take these. You take your victories. All right. You wait. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so if he needs to watch Minecraft videos for 20 minutes to get the bed on his own, fucking let him. Hey, yeah, I'll take that trade. But, uh, but yeah, so all in all, it's been fine. Like I said, um, uh, it's been a little bit of a stressful week, but things are okay. It's nobody's fault. It's just the nature mm-hmm. of the beast. Uh, you nature, know, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I'm trying to think, Oh, uh, two other real quick things. Um, I had funded, uh, the book itchy tasty, which was an unofficial, um, Oh yeah. The unofficial, uh, um, uh, history of resident evil behind the scenes. He interviewed a bunch of the people and stuff like that. And I've so seen you tweet. Yeah, I funded that like two years ago or something on Unbound, and it finally came to us. So got my signed copy. Uh, they weren't able to sign the books because of the situation of COVID and everything. So mm-hmm. they actually signed a card that has the book cover on it, and they included that with your book and then a bookmark. Um, and then, of course, the big thing that everybody you know probably does, which is selfish and all it cop to that is of course going to the back and seeing all the patreon people and there's fred gh101 rojas so uh, <laughs> gotta make sure gotta make sure your there name is. gets in the back of the book if you're gonna put 50 bucks down <laughs> but uh but yeah so it, it got made and uh i started it uh it's too soon to tell but like it's good stuff and uh he is um a a great documentarian he has been on 84 play um and so um, you know, it's, it's worth checking out. And I think the book's about to hit Amazon in like a couple months, a couple weeks, a couple months, oh, something like that. So cool, it'll man. be coming out. The hardcover version is 25 bucks. And I think the ebook version is like 10. So, um, cool. but Very yeah, cool looking. yeah, got that really like it. Um, and, uh, kind of getting back into comics too. Found myself reading a bunch of Hulk comics from the early sixties. I've read the original Hulks. I think I've talked about on this show and I didn't love them. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and, uh, so I, I started on volume two when he got his own series, um, which was, uh, like Hulk had like six issues of his own. Then he joined Tales to Astonish and was part of like Namor, who was like Aquaman. And, um, and then he got his own series. And so I've been reading those and those are a little stronger, but again, they're like sci-fi tales, right? So it's like, do you want cult mid sixties, like serial sci-fi tales? That's kind of what the Hulk is for a while. You know, um, by about issue like 200, he gets closer to like fighting Wolverine and getting like crazy tales like that. So I'm looking to see how those evolve. And then um, he's got some of the more realistic stuff with like the Gray Hulk and like when, you know, he goes through all of his different like McFarlane phases where he's, you know, split personalities and then he merges into like the smart Hulk that we saw in like the Avengers movies and stuff. Um, so like I've got all that stuff. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Cause I kind of want to read the roots first, but that can be as much a, a blessing as it is a curse. So we'll see how it all goes. Um, and then last but not least, I just wanted to let you know, I watched the Snyder cut. Have you watched that yet? No, I haven't had okay. time. To well, I've had, I shouldn't say that. I've had time. I've had no desire to sit and watch it. To be honest, I never seen the original. It's good. It's so, entertaining. It's more cohesive. The original's kind of all over the place, and they have all these weird references. And it's mm-hmm. because Whedon's trying to piece it together. And I do believe one of the biggest things was, you know, the Flash and Cyborg are two of the five members of Justice League. And um, they, like, wanted to minimize their presence because originally they were going to let Zack Snyder do those standalone movies. Mm. And then they decided not to. 
And so they like wanted to tone back the presence of those characters, in my opinion, um, because they knew they weren't going to get their own movie. And so in this one, they're front and center again. And you can kind of see, oh, okay, this is how the script was written. This makes sense. It tells one cohesive story. It's a little on the long side, lots of exposition, but it's amusing. It's, it's entertaining. Um, it's more cohesive than the original, right? The original, uh, Whedon had to like piece it together and do reshoots and random scenes to kind of like fill those gaps. And it shows mm-hmm. it's forced. Um, so this, like I said, this is just a more cohesive whole. That said, people are making a mountain out of a molehill here. A lot of people didn't give a fuck about the justice league movie and didn't really like it. And, mm-hmm. uh, if you felt that way, I don't see how this is doing a whole lot to change your mind. I found it entertaining before I find it entertaining now. My wife gets a little mm-hmm. weak in the knees every time Jason Momoa shows up, and he's all well, over I, this fucking movie. I watched uh, Aquaman this week. Ah, yeah. So it must have been like Friday. It must have been right after I talked to you. So it must have been either Friday or Saturday night. I watched it. <clears throat> I sat up and watched it, and uh, yeah, it was cool. I liked it. I thought it was a little. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like it, it, it felt like a little rushed and all over the place, like the first, like to get into the stories. They're all like that. All those DCs, they're trying to get in the history, but like not tell too much. And it gets, yeah. The first first half an hour feels very like a B movie or something. You're just like, is this, this is all, because stuff just is happening in this not normal reaction to shit. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. You know, mirror shows up, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And it's like, there's not, these reactions from him you know what i mean like who the fuck are you it's always just like right. yeah oh, i'm talking to you like you're my bro and it's like this woman just swam like you know a <laughs> boat just tidal waved on top like the reactions were like off to yes. like what was going on but then once you got into where the movie was supposed to be you know which was him going back to atlantis and stuff right that shit was all fun you know what i mean but mm-hmm. getting there i wasn't sure at first but uh <clears throat> It was pretty cool. I also love cool. to make this joke. Every time I watch that movie, I'm like, especially when they first meet, I was like, in all these scenes, it's like the only time in a Hollywood movie where both the male and the female actor appear to be staring at each other's boobs the whole time. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> whatever you, whatever your personal thoughts about the actor, actress, uh, Banner Heard, or whatever you, you heard, of the, I don't care. That aside, her... With the red hair in that uh-huh. green suit. Oh, yeah. Was just like, I'm just like mesmerized by her. I was like, oh my God, this is, it's a bit much. She catches your eye and it's hard because, or, and that's like, <laughs> like good for her because Jason Momoa, like, again, uh, what one thing I love about that movie is how many times he does that glance back at the camera and kind of like breaks the fourth wall and he, you right. know he's he's very aware of what they're doing every moment yeah. of every day like it's just like Aquaman's always aware he's in a movie <laughs> he's awesome yeah I like him in that movie and and but the funny thing about him is, is him if he's walking down the street you'd point him out. Yeah, but Amanda Heard, if she wasn't dressed like that, I wouldn't know who the hell she is. Like that's fair. You know, I've seen pictures of her, and I'm like, is that the same person? Like, oh no, in this movie, she is stunning. 
like yeah, she looks so different, yeah. you know, with the red and, and stuff. But um, yeah, I dug it. So. I dug it, man. Yeah, my, my plan was to watch all the DC movies and then watch Justice League and uh-huh. Aquaman's as far as I got. And then I hovered over Suicide Squad. I hovered over. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> now, if you want to just get, if you just want to get fun and, and and crazy, you should just watch the Harley Quinn movie. Birds of Prey is fantastic. Yeah. It also uh, has one of my favorite actresses of all time, which is Mary uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, mm. Scott Pilgrim herself, uh, mm. Ramona Flowers. Yeah, she is. Uh, she's a goddess. Um, <laughs> I love her, and as she's hilarious in in the character she plays. But uh, but yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, we're beyond the one hour mark. I guess we should get into games. <laughs> I was getting the games. We are right. purists after all, people. That's right. All and right? Trees has been headlining. He's got uh, he's got some big games to talk about. He's been gaming. Yeah. Well, yeah, lay it on it. me. Well, first let's get into. Uh, it's going to be a Nintendo heavy. Uh, all right. No discussion here. Because um, I barely turned on my big boy systems. Um. Those games were all too heavy for my mood this week, if that ah, makes sense. I didn't want to play no Gears of War. I didn't want to, like, didn't want none of that. <clears throat> um, my son, who is uh, heavily into the Switch, so that's what I'm heavily into right now. Um, so we beat Bowser's Fury. Um, we see the credits roll on that one. Uh, like all Mario games, it keeps going after the credits, right? New Game mm-hmm. Plus or whatever you want to say. They're like, oh, you got 50 uh, cat shines? Uh, here's 150 more. Go fuck yourself. Go find them. <laughs> um, but my son, um, as you can imagine, uh, I've been tired this week. Mm-hmm. And I just want to like lay on the couch and let him play. It's like, play, buddy, play. But no, because he discovered that... Bowser's Fury has two-player mode. Uh, and most Mario games have nonsense like this. Because uh, you have Bowser Jr. that floats around with you and he fights enemies and shit. So second-player mode, um, it's like babysitting mode. Like someone can control Bowser Jr. and mm-hmm. just fly around. And he can attack enemies and there's like symbols here and there on the wall that he can paint because he has a big paintbrush for some reason. Um <clears throat> And then if he gets too far away, because the main person who's controlling Mario, he controls where you go in the, the camera. So if he, well, as a junior, gets off screen, you hit the trigger buttons, and he kind of zips back to you. So my, my yeah, son like has decided, bubble. yes. Um, so my son has decided all he wants to do is uh, be Bowser Jr., <laughs> which requires you to play the game as Mario. Right. When you really don't. Listen, Fred. Uh, for someone who who is never into Mario that much, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, I've had Mario fucking overload for the last two months. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I have played a lot of fucking Mario. I have crash coursed id Mario games. Um, you know, boy, oh boy. So the other day I was just like, buddy, I can't do it. My daughter laughed because we were all sitting there. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't do it, buddy. I can't, I can't play it anymore. 
I do not want to play this game anymore. And he's like, yeah, but I want to be Bowser Jr. I said, I know you do. I, do. I know you do. I go, but I just he, can't. I can't do it. I can't run around in a cat suit anymore. I can't. <laughs> just can't, man. Um, especially with the, the new game plus there, because after you beat the game, um, it's funny because Mario's funny because they don't set up any extra story. It's like you beat the game, Bowser's back to normal, but then it's like, keep playing. And now it's like, nope, Bowser's still fucking crazy and attacking you. Like, there's no <laughs> real reason why he's back to doing what he's doing. It's just like, yeah, yeah that's how it is now. Um, <laughs> this is the new normal. New normal. And before, like, he would sort of go away <clears throat> after a while. And then this, it feels like later on, like, he won't go away unless you fight him. Or find a cat shine to scare him off. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, uh, you know, when you get most of the cat shines that you can find, that becomes a pain in the ass to try to hunt yeah. down <laughs> a new one, especially while he's like raining havoc, you know. So it's like, oh, and then my son, the other cruel thing they did was they whoever's cr- controlling Bowser Jr., they give them like joint camera control. <laughs> so. I'm trying to jump on platforms and he wants to go over here. So mm-hmm. he's moving the camera his way. And then no one sees where they're going, except you just hear me die and I lose coins. And I'm like, buddy, you need to stop pulling the camera. Yeah, but I want to see what's over there. I was like, you know, what's over there. You can't go over there because <laughs> he can only fly so far, you know? Right. Yeah. And, uh, so th- it's become a, it's become one of those deals with that game. Again, I'm, um, I'm still convinced that the only people who enjoy Nintendo co-op games are people who play them solo. Yes, I can concur. I have a ball. <laughs> um, and then he's discovered uh, Minecraft Hardcore. Oh, you know, okay, yeah. Like, Survival? Um, that, but I just mean Hardcore as in he's really into it now. Oh, okay, yes. Um, how many uh, so, how many castles have you built? No, I haven't bought. I haven't made anything for him. He's making them. Oh, my daughter always wanted me to involve, to get well, involved. Yes, he did at first, and then me and my daughter were like, "We're not making you anything anymore because you keep <laughs> filling it with lava or <laughs> yeah. fucking." Uh, okay, yeah. So you've been through it. Okay. But, yeah, you ruined the house, and I'm not doing it again. You know. Um, yeah, he started making his own little houses, and he even said to me today, he goes, I want chimneys with smoke coming out of them. And I said, well, good luck with that. I don't know how you do that. Sure enough, comes back to me, house, two chimneys, smoke coming out of there them. There you go. He found like, um, you know, he basically made two, you know, squares on the on the roof that look like a chimney, and he just put like a fire inside of them. Yep, and then the that's smoke how comes. you do it. And I'm like, yep. look at this guy. Nailed it. He's crushing it. And today he was showing me he made a bunch of ponds with fish in them. I don't know how he did that, but <clears throat> you gotta ask my daughter. Kids, yeah, it's crushing it, man. I'm like, good god. Um, and then uh, the game, Fred, mm-hmm. that saved me this week is a weird thing to say. You know, games sometimes can have a time and place in your heart, in your life, depending on what you're going through, and you know what I mean. Absolutely. Like, I, I remember when uh, I was 27 ish when my dad passed away, when mm-hmm. I had moved back home 
I was in a bad relationship living with somebody and my dad got sick. So uh, he had a heart attack and then he was, he had diabetes. So he was bouncing around in, in nursing homes and stuff or rehab homes, I should say. And he came home. So I, I actually took that as opportunity to sort of like get out of my situation and I moved back home and he passed away shortly after. And, and that was in, I want to say August around August and I stayed at home until January 1st. Like I told my mother, look, I'll stay here through the holidays, but then I got to get back out on my own, you know? Mm-hmm. But during that time, that's when I first bought a PlayStation 2. And that is why Kingdom Hearts and Stuntman sort of have like a place in my heart because that's all I played for those like four months that I was at home, you know? Mm-hmm. So games can be like that. And, um, so during this week, this crazy stress, uh, Splatoon 2 was my uh, comfort game. Okay. That's all me and my son played for the most part was Splatoon 2. Even me, I would play it at night by myself before I'd kind of come down a little. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In distress. And then and kind of before I went to bed. And I think because of that, I think so Splatoon now, just the brand in general, right? Um, that style and the music. I think it's always going to hold the place in, it's embedded. in my hat. Yeah. Gamer, you know what I mean? Of, of a game that I love. Because um, one, I got real into it. Like all the sure. nooks and crannies and ins and outs. Like I learned every little stupid thing about Splatoon 2. Um, and I become quite good at it actually there i think we are that helps we are almost at level i think last time we talked i was like level <laughs> four four or five me and my son were but now i'm around level 20 i want to say we're at um so you know i sent you i, I sent sent you a picture of the today actually i have yeah, been receiving the, uh, pictures from splatoon <laughs> as of late i like the uh well i told you last week there was uh they have guns that resemble the zappers Nintendo's right, Apple's. and I wasn't aware, so I was like, ooh. And there's three versions of it. There's the, like the original gray, there's the orange one, and then today I just seen the, the, the Famicom version one, which I don't like because I don't like the, the specials on it. I use the orange one. The orange one's my go-to gun. I just, I wreck with that, that gun. Um, so, <laughs> so, I also um, tried to get myself kicked from, uh, so there is like, um, a fake Miiverse. Mm-hmm. And it's like a little mailbox. I think I talked about last week and you can make a post and it basically becomes your gamer tag or your little Splatoon tag. So if people look at your, so the people that are sort of in the lobby with you. Um, so in the old game, people ran around. I want to say on the Wii U, it was like live, live, like people ran around that area doing their own thing. Yeah. I'm pretty and sure that's how it worked. Yeah. But in this one, it's not like that in this one. Um, the people that are playing in the lobby, their avatars are sort of doing their own thing. They're just sort of hanging around the plaza. Some are like sitting, having coffee. Some are leaning against light poles, you know, loitering, loitering around, <laughs> fucking. And um, so you can go up and see what they're wearing and see the little gamer card. And um, if you like their picture, you can make it fresh. You can be like, that's fresh. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been giving fresh points to people. Oh, I give fresh points to people every day. They deserve it. 
There and, you go. Um, see, when you see you credit, also, you give it where it's due. You can also report stuff. So I'm like, I wonder if I can put one up to get reported. I wonder what happens. Because I used to get banned from the old Meverse all the time for shit I drew. <laughs> uh-huh. And I never knew why. <laughs> but I would just post funny shit and I would get like banned for like a week or something. So I posted, this was, this is my artwork. I'll send it to you. In the, oh, here we go. And, uh, you know, and we'll see, you know, cause people put, um, the Splatoon demographic, a very big on current TikTok social issues. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it shows you like the, it oh, will show boy. you that. I would say, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've got any freshies on it, but you know, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And trees, you can tell, you can tell like you have firsthand experience. You're not making false claims over here. No, 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 I'm not. And I tried to scribble it. So I look like a 12 year old right in it. Because (laughs) can I say at first glance, I had to remember whether or not you were saying that was yours that's fine, that was, yeah, because yeah. you got to fit in. I don't want to be uncovered as a narc running around in, in Splatoon 2 because the obvious demographic is like, I would have to say 10 through teenage years, would you say, would be the main Splatoon demographic. I'm sure there's people oh, yeah. of all ages that play it, right? Because it's fun. But I'm just saying the I would say like 11 to 15. Right? Um, so, and you can tell they're a TikTok generation because whatever's hot on TikTok is whatever people are posting in this old fake me verse. Right. Um, you know, so like I said last week, everything seems to be right now. Like when you run past people, it's either cool ass anime pitches that you're like, how'd they draw that? Or <laughs> it just says stop Asian hate or it's trans rights. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So you're like, that's a very young TikTok thingy because we all, you know, we all agree with that shit as adults, but only like younger people like throw that shit. When I was that age, I never mm-hmm. post you know, in games. I didn't care about social issues. <laughs> right. <laughs> but nowadays it's kids on TikTok and stuff. Um, <laughs> like I seen one today that said, uh, it said, what? With all these question marks and exclamation points. It says, you're trans that's so cool oh yeah and that's because i yesterday was trans awareness day so i know that was was there was a lot of trans visibility flags Mm -hmm. i guess everywhere in splatoon 2 um and again no one's against that stuff i'm just saying you notice that demographic is very you know it it gets beat into their head (laughs) with it's like you can't just enjoy a game. You got to make sure you're flying some sort of fucking banner. You everything's I mean? oh, like you're saying, like everything's politicized today. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Instead of just like, I'm playing Splatoon, Splatoon 2. And uh, so I decided to put uh, uh, Red Bull gave me wings and diarrhea because yep. listen, that's a very adult statement right there. But I wrote it like a 12 year old. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, trees you too are building awareness just not i am that is true I mean, kind it's, of it's what I'm saying, as the kids say facts all right, right? yeah fact this as the as kids <laughs> as the kids say it nowadays oh he's speaking la- a language all right facts that's right language of facts um so Preach. 
So I played uh, some Salmon Run. Was go- is going on? There you go. Uh, you won the lottery. Yeah. So Salmon Run. Uh, I've I've <laughs> heard of it. I've never gotten to play it because it's never on the night that I'm free. But so it seems like <laughs> it's been going on for over a week now. So I wonder if they just opened it up. They probably did. <laughs> um, so when you go in there, um, it's horde mode basically. You join up with either friends or you join up with three other random people. And they basically leave you set weapons and they throw you in like this small map and you all work together and waves of en- enemies come with um, like a major boss type enemy will be mixed in there. And when you kill him, he drops like these golden eggs and you grab them and you throw them in this basket and basically keep going as long as you can. And then there's like a, what do you call it? Um, a chart. There's sort of like a, a meter for your golden eggs. And there's prizes along that meter as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good way to get money, I guess. You earn money. I only played it once or twice. I didn't, didn't do anything for me. Um, But yeah, man. Tune too. We used, me and my son used the app all the time. We order stuff from the Splatnet. That was the name of the store. <laughs> there think you of go. It. Splatnet. Um, you know, and it's fun because, you know, my son plays my guy. You know, we just take, we pass it back and forth. And I'm very into uh, min-max in the clothes now. You know, I buy the highest rank clothes and you yeah. got to, I, I got to unlock the abilities on them. And then depending on, you know, what abilities unlock, you know, I, I definitely have a loadout I like to wear. My son, he just likes a roller and gold sneakers. So right. that's, he doesn't give a fuck. So... Uh, he has a visor that he likes in gold sneakers that he bought. Um, and they're like low end. He don't care. And in between the rounds, they let you change your equipment. So it's like clockwork, man. It's like, okay, his turn. I, I go in there, pop on all his clothes for him. He plays around, hands it back. I pop on my clothes, go back in there. It's fun, man. We enjoy it. And I will say my winning streak is pretty high, Fred, on Splatoon 2. I'm a top player. I'm usually at the well, top of my board. So, yeah, that always helps when you go pro. You know, you gotta. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really schooling these tweens in Splatoon <laughs> too. I want to get um, you a T-shirt that says that. Well, see, the thing is, right? With Splatoon two, it's a different mentality, right? It's coverage, right? It's percentage mm-hmm. covering the map with your color, right? Your KTD does not really factor yes. into you, win or loss. Yes. Um, you definitely get more points, you know, towards your leaderboard, but your overall team win, you, you want to win, you know, you want to. So what I do is I hang back because everybody just takes off and I cover every inch around my home base and going forward every inch, every little bit, because other people charge off and they're, they're painting the ground, but leaving lot uncovered and it's and we win by like you'll win by a few percentages it's like that's because that's total coverage my friend right that's you filling the gaps that they're leaving that's me yeah that's right and then using your how many times you use your special really counts towards your points and definitely how many people we kill so not only do we win because of my coverage all right but uh, i'm usually at the top of my four player team so i crush it there you go. And uh, 
you know, so much so uh, <laughs> that moving on from Splatoon, just saying Splatoon, fabulous game. I have resisted the, the, the temptation of the Amiibos, Fred, that we looked at last week. Well, uh, yeah, also at the price point, yeah, I'm <laughs> glad you have resisted that temptation. I have, but it definitely makes me want them. So, <laughs> you know. Um, but then the, the, the other thing was um, I wrote you. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote uh, yes. you. Just, the task I, I, I feel I failed miserably on. Yes. Yes. I was like, Fred, I need you to talk me off a cliff. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I remember like, reading uh, that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, I've been seeing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise talk. And so to clear things up, because I think I might have confused people uh, when I shit all over you in the Monster Hunter movie. Ah, uh-huh. That's, that's not because I dislike Monster Hunter. That's because I dislike the people involved in the making of that movie. Sure. Um, I've actually along the way have re- have gone down the Monster Hunter rabbit hole more than once. Um, yeah, you're one of the people who I know. Like, I think you've tried the PSP ones or something. I know you yeah. tried the DS and the Wii U one. <laughs> yeah, so. so I originally played PS2 ones. So, so yeah, I played you one played like the archaic shit. Archaic stuff, and because I'm broken inside, I like the archaic shit, mm. right? It's always that weird Dark Souls unexplained shit, <laughs> yeah. right? You just got to figure out how weird it is and why is it why does it work like this? Um, the PSP version uh, I used to play, and I used to have that weird um, that PSP online like lobby oh. program. Yeah, I, do you remember that? Yes, I do. I I haven't I have it on my PS3 st- still installed. Yeah, what it does is you connect your Vita or your your Vita, your PSP to your PS3, but the PSP yes. doesn't know that. The PSP right. thinks it, like it's a bridge to the internet. So basically what it does is it tricks your PSP into thinking it's connecting to another PSP, but what it's really doing is connecting to your PS3, which is bridging the gap on the internet. It's making up the difference. Yes, um, because and yeah. because the PSP, <clears throat> it didn't have online lobbies. It had local play. Right, it was ad hoc only. You had to be next to the person in their proximity. So this game, that, that little weird program would basically make a fake lobby on the internet mm-hmm. thinking it's local and you could play monster hunter online, but the PSP would think you were playing with local people. It was, pro- it was a weird, and we should point weird. out this wasn't like some weird side loaded third party thing. This was an official Sony free product. Yeah, that you just that was available. Yeah. <laughs> you just didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it had a bad name, right? It was like, wasn't it like PSP ad hoc or something? I, it was I something. think it was, I got it. It makes me want to boot up my PS3. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely yeah. didn't roll off the tongue and you had to go look for it. Uh, so I even got into that. Um, and then, yeah, the Wii U version, I can't remember what was, I think it was just Monster Hunter. Was it three or I can't remember. It had a long name, um, but they came out with a DS version too. The Wii U version, wow. I think was Monster Hunter Generations Cross Unite. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it kept going. I don't know. 
but they had the 3ds version too and um it had that cool um save swap program on the wii u mm-hmm. in the ds where you download it uh this little extra app and you could just download your save from the wii u into your ds and then i'd play it all day at work and then go home and zap the save back into my wii u um so i play most of these games solo too by the way um because they're doable you know that it, it's sort of like that weird you know the same way you can play world of warcraft by yourself if you wanted to like you can do it you know they they sort of you know maybe the super hard shit is out of your realm but for the most part you can get through most of see everything by yourself you know um yeah and, and i then, would totally be like a person <clears throat> who would play alone it is monster hunter 3 ultimate just okay ultimate sure. that's right it was ultimate and um and then i never got into world i kind of gave it because that was really tailored yeah. for like team play and in shit so although uh learn from gaming chase plays that a lot and i know he he's did, done yeah. co-op from time to time with uh friends and family but mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure he's also done a fair amount of grinding solo yeah well let me just say um I thought it was, so that's why I stayed away from it. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Oh, no, that's fair. I, and I think I was that was the intended way to play. That's what I'm saying. Like, the way it was advertised was like that. So I just never got into it. Um, so I do like Moss Hunter, and I like all that shit. And, um, yeah, I saw a lot of Rise stuff, and I was like, this looks fucking, ooh, this looks like I could get back into it, man. Right. Um I download, they have a demo on the Switch, but I do not like the demo because the demo is not like a tutorial. The The demo is... It just drops you in. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much lets you pick a weapon, a guy that's already decked out with whatever, and it gives you like, you can pick up the 30 quests. It lets you play up the 30 quests, but there's none of the, the town shit, right? It's like, here's some so quests. It's, it's a very stripped down... Yeah, yeah. Like the whole idea it, of it, as I understand it, <laughs> is as you take out monsters, right, you get more resources and potentially the ability to upgrade or replace weapons and armor and stuff like that. So when you strip all that out of it and you're just like, okay, you can play these for face value. Yeah. Well, not only that, you have pets now. You have a, a, a a dog companion, which is new, that you can actually ride around and shit. That's right. And you have a calico that runs around with you now uh, that helps fight. They all help fight. So this demo literally just drops into a camp. You pick a mission, and it gives you a palico, a dog, um, your weapon. Um, zero tutorial on what anything, any menu, any item, like I don't like how to use them, how to do anything. Like explanations zero. are for pussy. Stuff changes enough from Monsanto to Monsanto where you need a refresher course. So I think that demo is sort of junk. Like I think you would need the full game and because sometimes the way they do those demos is they just give you the beginning of the game and it's on a timer and then you get to carry those saves over sometimes but not this one this one's right yeah yeah this one's like when the demo ends uh you lose all your shit so (laughs) because they're just giving you decked out people anyways um so i really didn't play it i didn't like it because i i you know i couldn't figure out what any of the new stuff was because they got those new um i forget what they called trip bugs or something but you can like they're sort of like grappling hooks you can mm-hmm. use and stuff so i think it said i had those but i didn't know how to use them i didn't know how to ride my dog at first like it was 
it was too much. I was like, oh man, if I'm gonna get into this, you need to start fresh, man. You need and, to, and yeah, give you a clean yeah. slate and let you get going. Yeah. Um, but it did when I was texting you, it did scare me, Fred, because I'm like, my son is on my switch nonstop. Especially the last two weeks, because it's like right. Oh, buddy, just play this for a little bit. And Daddy does some <laughs> stuff. Daddy's gotta make phone calls and daddy has to do this. Can you just play? Um so I'm like, I think I have. I had to make the move, Fred. The boy has a brand new switch. Oh shit! In the garage. I already booted it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got a. It's a yellow switch light. Nice. I've seen it. Yeah. And uh, so you know, we talked about the family plan and what to do. Um, he's at an age where I was like, you know what? I am just going to make him a child account, tag him mm-hmm. onto my bank. And it is what it is. Uh, I think, I think the real lesson here is if you're going to have kids like under your plan and you're the main switch owner, no more downloading games. That's where it gets okay. all fucked up. And, yeah. and if he tries to play a game that I bought, it won't let him because he's not the main switch on like that's where my daughter has the issue where even though I bought say animal crossing under her name, Mm -hmm. but she is still a child tied to a parent account. So that's why whenever she clicks on a game, um, it pops up checking to see if game can be played because it has to check the internet. And so like she can't play Animal Crossing in the car, right? It won't you, let and you voice that frustration, understandably yes. so. <laughs> but if she had, it, if she had it on a cartridge, she could. Yeah, it's only because it's downloaded and it's checking with the eShop to make right. sure it was. So, my suggestion is you can all live happily as long as you have a Switch library that they can pick the games from. Right. So the big problem with my son having his own Switch is he loves Bowser's Fury and he loves Minecraft now. Those are both downloaded under my account. Um, so for now, he won't be able to play those on his Switch. Only on mine. Um, Splatoon 2 he likes enough that I broke down for it and also bought the cartridge this week. Ah, okay. Even though I had to download. So basically Minecraft... I seen it for 20 bucks. So basically I just got to get a library. And I told my daughter, I said, I'm going to put a little shelf in the hallway with the switch games on it. And you two share them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's the only way it can be done. It's the way we used to do it back in the day, right? People forget, but like, that's how the SNES worked. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was funny because I thought I found a loophole. So I put my profile on his switch too, which is not on my daughter's. My daughter's is just hers, but she's tied to me. But I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put my profile on his switch also and um, link it. <clears throat> so basically between my son's and my switch, the cloud saves work, you know, so basically I can mm-hmm. play a game on his and then go back to my switch and he can do the same. Right. But I'm like, 
now that I'm on his switch, I said, I can go in the shop and re-download <laughs> that shit. Right. Okay. Being I get your logic. Yeah. Right. So I go into the shop and I download Bowser's Fury in Minecraft onto his switch. Mm-hmm. And I'm on that. I'm on the switch. My profile exists on there, but when you pick it and then you pick his profile, Nope. Checking to see if it can be played. Nope. Oh. Not the primary owner of this game. I'm like, what kind of nonsense is this? It's just funny how point, like, right. The secu- the, we can't get the yeah. store or anything to function at that high level, but the security's definitely been covered. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand that because basically that's game swapping at that point. That means you could just stick me. I could just put my profile on your switch. Right. I'm not saying they if need they, to alleviate yeah. the security. I'm saying but, they need to be, they need to find a better yeah. like solution, I guess I would say. I'm just I'm just saying I thought I found a loophole for a second. Then it wasn't happening. I was Someone like, thought of it. <laughs> so, you know, when it comes to Bowser's Fury, the thing is I asked him too. I said, if you get your own Switch, buddy, you might have to start over. And he's like, I don't mind. But with Mario Odyssey, that's a cartridge. So I stuck the cartridge in, uploaded his save, his uh, cloud save, and he has all his shit. He's good to go. So go. it's just those two downloaded games I have to figure out. Like I said, Minecraft I saw for 20 bucks. Whatever. I can take that hit. Bowser's Fury, on the other hand, it's a $60 <laughs> fucking That's a game. Hit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hit. So I'm like, you know what? If you want to be play Bowser's Fury, we'll play that on Daddy's. <laughs> uh, we'll go on yours. So I haven't given it to him yet. It'll probably mm-hmm. be for Easter. But I'll tell you what, man, those switch lights, those are fucking nice, man. When you, when you take those things out the box, there's something about that sort of like dull, like that matte color with uh-huh. the white accents and stuff, man. It's just durable film. Like, it's just nice when you take that thing out. You're like, mm, he's, a, he's a quality. But uh, anyways, that's my that was my Nintendo week. Uh, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful for Nintendo this week with their non- threatening fucking <laughs> evasive like games uh, you know sugar sugary sweet family fun uh it was perfect this week you know with what i mean saccharine so, environment <laughs> oh my god with it you know it worked this week though it worked out for me so uh very grateful to uh my switch and uh splatoon this week so there you go well you man you Let's see. Uh, what I've really been playing. Let's. Yeah, I'll open with this. I've been playing uh-huh. a ton more of Days Gone. So I was talking to someone in our chat. Shake it. Can't let it go. <laughs> talking to Clue Drew in our chat, and I said, "You know what? Days Gone is one of those games where I can pick it apart critically." Mm-hmm. And even just like technically, like there's all these weird glitches. And again, I don't want to belabor this point because I know we've talked about this game just incessantly. It's just all I've been playing. But like there are times where like you'll clear out a bunch of infestations and then you'll drive through that town and he's like, man, I really got to come back and clear these out. No, you don't. They're cleared. <laughs> or like <clears throat> my personal favorite one was I went and did a mission where I was looking for somebody. It was just like a side bounty mission. This was recently. So I'm near the end of the game. And 
you go do a bounty mission and you track down this person, you find them, you kill them. And then when you walk back to your bike, he did the whole dialogue he does at the very beginning when he hasn't found them yet. And he goes, oh yeah, I see where she jumped off her motorcycle. I got to go find her and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? Like the game just doesn't have its hooks. And like so many other games, right? You know, it came out hot and there are just certain areas which aren't polished very well, right? Again, I could poke holes in this thing all day long. Even in the early stages that I played, a lot of shit like that happened with like dialogue triggering weird times and shit. So yeah, it's a problem that's through the whole game. And again, what I said was to him was, um, and we were agreeing with each other. We weren't really having a discussion as much as we were just seeing eye to eye. I was like, It's just funny because I'm so drawn to playing that game. I enjoy the moment to moment of that. And I keep finding myself wanting to go back to it. If you don't like it, don't play it. But again, I'm like, if I like the game and I find myself wanting to go back and play it and I'm enjoying myself while I'm playing, well, then I have no reason to walk away from that game, right? Right. Like that is the, the very essence of why I play games. And I said, so I can poke holes into it critically all day long, but it's just irrelevant because I want to be playing that game. Right. And I'll and tell listen, you, oh yeah, if you know, if you like that style of game, and uh, again, that's some bang for the buck. <laughs> oh my god! First of all, it's on PlayStation Plus for this coming up month. So oh, is it? You, yeah, if you have PS, if you have a PS Five, um, it's oh, been PS5. part of the Game Club. No, no, no. Th- now it's for PS Four. That was the big bitchiness that everybody was giving. They were like. What? We get fucking days gone? Well, if you had PS5, it was already part of the instant collection. And then some, right? And then the internet does the internet thing because some asshole's like, well, you know what? Most of us who want a PS5 don't have one. Fucko. Right? And then it devolves from there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Trees, like, if you wanted to play Days Gone, and assuming you don't have now or you don't have a purchased version or anything like that, or a PS5, yes, you can redeem it well, starting next Tuesday and it is available to all. Well, I have a save for it because I played right. a ton of it on uh, PS Now. Yeah, and then and it your left- save will just load up. Yeah, and I and I, yeah. But so. that game is long. I would assume I am about forty-five, maybe fifty hours into it, and I'm Ooh. getting there. But of course, I got to yeah, the end but- of like my extra part, and they're like, "Oh no, nope, you got to go back to the main map." Okay. See, We're that's what's going back. Me. That's what scares me is I was enjoying it, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if I want 45 hours of, of that, you know? I've I've been told if you speed run and, only, and you're really good at the game and you don't fuck around and you're only doing main story missions, you might be able to clear it in 30, 35 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, I'm doing everything. I will say the back half of the game, they're way more liberal. Remember I told you it was basically linear because you'd like leave town and you wouldn't have a mission to do. So they just feed you a side mission. You do that instead. I think the, Mm. the idea Spider-Man does this a little bit. It just does it a lot better. The idea being that you just want to fuck around for a while. Right. And that's why it trickles in the missions, but they didn't balance it. Right. Cause now I'll go to do a mission. And while I'm driving the 500 kilometers to that mission, not kilometers, sorry, the 500 meters to that mission, like the, the two minute drive there, I would get like two story missions and three side missions on the way there. Like they're really cranking them out now. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, 
like I said, uh, I, I, and, and I don't just like certain things, but I don't want to get into it because I think it gives up some of the story. But like characters you grow to like get kind of abandoned when you go do the second half. Um, I, I've now fully figured out all of the parts of all of the mysteries that the game does. And I got to be honest, I don't think I really like where the story is going. And I'm like, oh, fuck, they're doing this. But I got to see it to the end at this point. <laughs> right? You're just yeah. like, fuck. But I was told, I looked it up. When I returned to the other camp, there's still like 15 missions left. Like it's, I am not on the home stretch. I'm on the home stretch relative to the whole game, but there's still probably five to 15 hours left in this game. Like this is a long fucking game. <laughs> God damn. Um, so yeah, but I'm still enjoying it. Well, that's good. Um, I mean, as long as you're enjoying it. Yep. It counts. So, uh, so there's that. And then whenever I finish that, you know, the next goal is Sackboy. Also that new Oddworld game's coming out, Soulstorm. And it's, um, free for Plus members, PS5 only at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can still grab it so that it's available if you ever get a PS5. Um, mm. so I'm going to be giving that a go. Again, remember I didn't have a great opinion with Oddworld, but I enjoyed Munch's Odyssey and I enjoyed, like I enjoyed a lot of the Oddworld stuff that wasn't, that was like later, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm curious to see how Soulstorm fits into this whole motif. Hmm. And if, if I'm wrong, who cares? It's part of plus, right? Like I wouldn't right. say it was free, but I'm not buying it outright. So like I'm, I'm a little more receptive to it. So we'll see. Um, but uh, then on the Xbox side, remember I said I was going to try uh, Just Cause, the original Just Cause. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I've never played the other Just Cause games. I'm very aware of them. I'm very aware of how they work. I've mm -hmm. seen lots of fun videos from, you know, especially in our communities when that game was all the rage. I'm thinking like Just Cause oh, 2 and stuff. Like, right, there was a ton of shit going on. It's all their physics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then there was a sale recently. I ended up getting, uh, I had Just Cause 1 and 2. I think I got Just Cause 1. It was like on a sale on the Microsoft store for 99 cents. It's backward compatible. What, what are they up to now? Was, was the last one 4? Yeah. Well, I think I played a bunch of 3 on, on the on-live service. Okay, 3 was the big one, and then 4 is the one. Remember, they added the tornado, and it was like kind of the ultimate version, yeah. but people had kind of been burned out on it, right? Because right. my understanding is they don't really innovate it. They increase the tech and make it do more cool tricks, but it's the same yeah. fucking game, right? It's, well, it's somebody I, on an island. <laughs> I want to say 2 and 3, they allowed mods, so people were playing with those games like forever. Oh yeah, weird and and especially on PC, the mods are prevalent. But yes, I think console versions were allowed mods uh, for two. But, so, um, so I wanted to try the original before I get into it, right? And wanted <laughs> to give it a go. Um, and I I'll say for what it is, it delivers. That game was really a PS2 game that also happened to make its way onto and an Xbox game that also happened to make its way onto 360 because it was like cross gen, right? <clears throat> Booted up the 360 version. I mean, it just drops you into it. You're just Rico. You're trying to liberate stuff. And I mean, it is as straightforward and bare bones as it comes. You have access to the whole fucking island. I am impressed with the amount of explosions and interconnected systems that game has going, especially when you try to imagine it running on a PS2, right? Right. But the graphics are rough. The mission structure, 
lacks structure. And I know they were doing better open world games at the time because, right, like San Andreas had already come out. Right. Right. And so um, you get this game and like the, the cutscenes are very light. The plot that's explained to you is very light. And some of the mechanics just aren't there. Like they have some of those crazy missions, right? Everybody's got the missions that fuck you up. And so mine was like, I got the grappling hook, which you can grab onto cars, but the controls are wonky as shit. I'm sure they clean those Mm -hmm. up later, but like in this original game, they're really weird and don't quite make sense. And you end up having to do things where you like hijack the guy's car, but like I couldn't figure out how to do it. So I just crashed it the old fashioned way. And it's just this ridiculous, unfun mission. And Mm -hmm. then most of the missions are just rinse and repeat of the same thing. And the only reason that's not serving me well is because Days Gone is doing the same thing. But I'm okay with Days Gone doing it. My minute-to-minute gameplay with Just Cause isn't. And so this is... Oh, sorry. This is one of those things that's just realistic, which is like... Because I recently got Just Cause. I have one and two. I've always had them. Just Cause 2, I think I picked up with every intent to play it. But, like, I picked it up way after it was there. Like, I think I picked it up after 2013. So after the Xbox One was out, grabbed a 360 copy for, like, I think four bucks, right? At a GameStop at one point. And I've just never booted it up. Um, so I haven't played two yet, but I'm curious to see it because I, I'm, I'm told the improvements are going to be pretty night and day versus that original Just Cause. Mm-hmm. Also, that original Just Cause doesn't dole out achievements very well. I only had 10 achievement points for like almost three hours of play. That's bullshit. Um, mm. But uh, but like I said, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, and then on a recent sale, I ended up getting the ultimate edition of Just Cause 3 for like five bucks, I think. And then I paid like, it was less than 15. It was less than 20 bucks for the whole transaction for the... Uh, Just Cause 4 with all the DLC. So I was like, okay. So I'm invested about $25 and I have the whole franchise, including <laughs> DLC. Not too shabby, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but this is one of those things where it's just like enough time has passed that while that may have been completely acceptable, and I know a lot of people who had fun with the original game when there was nothing else, like based off of what that game's trying to do, it's able to better accomplish that and actually meet most of its goals and now and so there's just very little value in going back to it if you don't have nostalgia for it and you didn't play it at the time and so like i said paid 99 cents for it i feel completely fine about it but i hung up the spurs played three hours had fun i'd had my fill right Um, yeah i mean i mean back in the day mm -hmm. the thing that made it different than the other open world games was the mobility like that he could grapple and sort right. of hang glad around was at the time that was a new feature that well, and it's, other games it's much have. more fun user-friendly and crazy and two and then three they added the mm-hmm. tethering of stuff which got yes. even more insane so like i want to see that evolve so i think there was mm-hmm. value in seeing the roots where it came from i just didn't need to play through the whole game to like right. know right. where that's going um so i had like three ideas and I'm just curious your opinion. One idea, obviously, go to Just Cause 2 right away and see where it goes. Right? See what I think about it. Right. Might not be a great idea because, again, it might seem a little like, you know, one note still. 
even though like the graphics and 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 everything and the gameplay will improve like if mm-hmm. they do a lot of regurgitation of the same mission types in an open world game like days gone is unfortunately going to tarnish that not because i can say oh days gone and just cause have anything to relate to each other it's actually because i'm doing it at the same time that's the whole idea when you shift between different games is like well if you're not in an open world kind of mood you shift to resident evil where you got this horror first person thing but if you're doing two open world games that are kind of doing the same thing that's not cool going back and forth right because you're just it just doesn't work out well and so there was that. So I was thinking about Just Cause. The other thing was Mercenaries. The original Mercenaries no. was on Xbox. Okay. I'd heard really good yeah. things about that. And I'd actually yeah, heard it's doing the crazy explosions open world thing very well. Came out about the same mm-hmm. time. So I was like, well, maybe I should yeah. check out Mercenaries just for a comparison point. Yeah, Mercenaries is awesome. The second one's even better, I think. Yeah? This is what okay. I'm thinking of. I played the yeah. second one for a while. I remember that was really hyped because the first one was good, and critics and a lot of players didn't like it. I know it was yeah, real with bugs at launch, but yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Maybe it was the first one, but oh, I, no. I remember the second one, you get crates of money in your hideout. Though. Yes, you Don't. do. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yep, because I, I always played as the, like, hung, or no, the I think it was the Swedish guy with the mohawk that's on the cover. Yes. Um, but, uh but yeah, so, and Mercenaries is on Xbox. If you have an Xbox One or a Series X, it's in 4K. Like, it, it they, they up-render it very well. It's mm. not upscaled. Like, it's re-rendered at that resolution. So everything, you know, it's still low poly, but, like, it, right. it looks much better. So I was thinking about that. And then there's a the last part of me that's just like, fucking just, you were gonna do Watch Dogs to just get going on it. It's got the 60 frames per second patch. Just go. Right. Right. Um, of course, if I do any of those three, I need to wait till I finish days gone, right? Like it's just the, the games are too similar. Um, so maybe I'll do an action thing in the interim, like a nice indie game. Um, I was tempted for Octopath Traveler, which I do think I'll get to because it's now on game pass, but like, I don't think it's time to start a big RPG while I'm waiting to finish days gone. Right. Like it's just bad timing. That's a big one. Um, but I did um, recently pick up that Panzer Dragoon remake. It's on sale right now. Um, okay. And I'd never really gotten too into the Panzer Dragoon game, so I was thinking about trying it. Um, and then Little Nightmares was on Games with Gold recently, and I was thinking about maybe just jumping into that to, like, you know, over the next week mm. while I'm playing through Days Gone. I had that game, the original one. Yep, the original. For, yeah, yeah, I never finished it. So we'll see. Um, and then on PC, like I got real aliens oriented. Remember I rewatched aliens yeah, you were gonna, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I got that mod for colonial Marines. And you know what? The mod does what it says. There's a lot more smoke, ambient lighting. The graphics are improved. The AI's improved. It's more of like a scary alien game. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that game's just not very well designed. Uh, everything's dark. <laughs> I think that was one of the biggest problems is you're always in the dark and the aliens are black. So like they blend into the background and when they touch you, they put you in like an attack state where you slam down on the X button, but they still do a ton of damage. Like there's, there's no avoiding that. And again, I'm not even saying the game's that hard. I'm not dying that much, but it's just when you do that loop for like two and a half hours, you're like, okay, this isn't great. Right. Like, and so I'm just realizing like that game, like the people who are doing work to restore it, they're doing good work. But like the end of the day, like colonial Marines, I just don't think it was that good of a game. 
Mm. And it's so sad because it looks and acts and sounds like an Aliens <laughs> game, but it's just not working. And this summer, that Aliens fire team's coming out where it's like Left for Dead in the Aliens world. Right. And I'm very yep. eager to play that. And so it's like, maybe I just need to just simmer on this for a few months and just let it go. <laughs> so that's that. Um, so what I was thinking about switching over on my PC side was Disco Elysium. Mm. I picked that up on the Epic Game Store for like nine or 12 bucks or something recently, and that director's cut came out. So I've right. always been wanting to play that game now that that director's cut's out, which is just the biggest thing with that is it's fully voiced. And so right. now it's like, eh, maybe I'll try that out, you know, for my PC days. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to install that and get going with that and seeing how I feel about it. So... So yeah, but that's that's kind of how it's going. Um, again, Days Gone is, is still having fun, but like, yeah, if you plan to beat that game, like, like no, you can strap in. But this is what tells me that when I don't like things like um, JRPGs, that I think it's just me not liking the genre of JRPGs because I always get into them for a while, like I did with Final Fantasy VIII recently, like five to ten hours, sometimes fifteen as much, and then I walk away from them. But like, it's not the time period, right? Like, it's not the amount of time commitment. I've beaten The Witcher one and three, which are very long RPGs. I have beaten, you know, um, you know, all the Mass Effect games, although those are more shooters than RPGs. But like. You know, I've uh, now I'm going through Days Gone, and I've played through Borderlands. Uh, Borderlands Two, I think I did that whole game with all the DLC solo. I put like 80 hours into that. Like I, I can put the time in, and even for RPGs, but I just don't think I like JRPGs. I'm hoping mm. to challenge that <laughs> this June when I finally play that uh, upgraded version of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm with you. I'm with you on there. But Final Fantasy VII was one of the few JRPGs way back in the day I played to completion. I didn't do the whole Knights of the Round and stuff. But I did just like, I well, maybe I did get Knights of the Round. I didn't do the, what is that? Isn't there like some tower where you get the two gems, like the emerald, the fire and the emerald or something? Like I didn't do yeah. all that supplemental stuff that really drags that game out. Mm. Um, but I had a good time with that. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that action one. And then if that works out, I think I'll probably double back to 15 because uh, I'd heard good things about that too. And I've always wanted to be a boy band in a car. Um, <laughs> so yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, um, you know, time will tell. But there's a, we're, we're getting close to a lot of new stuff coming out. And to a certain extent, I would even consider Disco Elysium to be a new release right now. Like, it's not to some, but it is to me. Um, right. And, uh, you know, coming uh, in May, we've got Resident Evil. Uh, we've got Mass Effect, um, which that one I can sit on for a while. I'll be playing it through the trilogy again this year on that new edition. But I, I don't have to play it day one. You and I both know the reason I'm getting it day one is for that dope-ass steelbook. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, in June, we've got both Ratchet and Clank and, um, and uh, the update to Final Fantasy. And again, Ratchet and Clank is dependent upon if you have a PS5, but I do. And that was my, that was the game I knew I needed a PS5 for. So that'll be a day one for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So like games are coming and this summer's going to be busy yeah. for me. So 
Signs it. Yeah, late spring, early summer. So, so yeah, there's there's a lot going on with that, but uh, we'll see. But uh, for now, just playing through some of that stuff. Want to definitely conquer days gone. But it's funny, like I'm not exactly like on this rush to the finish line. It's just like it's my game to do. But I do have to take a break and play other things. Otherwise, I'll go insane. Um, Well, you know what I packed up uh, the other day, Fred. Sat my uh psvr oh yeah yeah i decided to uh kill some time and uh take apart that you know take it all out of my entertainment center because you know there's like you know uh five thousand feet of uh cable that goes (laughs) with that thing so uh i'm like what is this luckily they're all still numbered like i because they have numbers on them i didn't Mm -hmm. rip the tags off and uh You know, I took each piece and I disinfected every wire and everything oh, as I shit. packed it away just to keep busy. So it's all disinfected and in its original box, you know, the best I could put it back in there. And it's inside like a Amazon, fits inside an Amazon box that something got delivered in. Mm-hmm. So I really just got to kind of tape it up and we'll get back out the house, you know. Nah. Ship that thing out to oh, you. Shit. Okay. Well, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that. So I have a short desk in my mm-hmm. back office, um, and I it was high time I needed an upgrade. Not only do I do work on it, which is actually I do a lot of work on it, but you know, I being an IS guy uh, or like a weird hybrid IT IS guy, I'm technically part of InfoSystems. Most of my stuff's digital. So like, even though I work at that desk, I don't have, I'm not a very clutter guy. My desk doesn't have a lot of stuff on it. I have one notepad in case I need it. But I was like, you know what? I need some stuff in case like, it wasn't for this, but this is a perfect example of what I need it for. In case every now and again, I want to play like a vertical shooter or like a pinball effects. And I want my vertical you know, 32 inch monitor so that I can play games vertically. Same Mm -hmm. thing. Like maybe trees is going to send me a VR (laughs) setup and I need to just hook up my PS4 pro and play games on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll probably want to play it in that office rather than out on the big TV because who, no one's going to watch me. Right. That's the whole idea is it doesn't need a TV. And so, um, with all that in mind, I bought one of those big L desks, which is like, it's like 66 inches long on one side and then it has a wraparound on the left and it's another 50 inches. And so I'm going to be putting consoles and everything. So uh, that's that's shipped. It's on its way here. So I'll have that nice and set up for, and again, I want to reiterate, you don't have to do that. But if you do, I will start playing through those those VR games. Mm-hmm. I've got a nice collection I'm dying to play through. Yeah, I mean, I put Astrobot in there because I have the physical one. You know, it fits in there, so I'm like, I know you said, I think you said you downloaded it, but I'm like, whatever, I'll throw the disc in there, and uh, the camera's in there too because it's all part of it. So I was like, I couldn't remember if you. I'm pretty sure someone like you has cameras laying around, but I'm like, I do not have the camera. Oh, okay, good. Uh, so I didn't well, know. I didn't know you needed that, but you know what I did find? So, I have a Move controller. Oh. Nice. I know. So here are the games that came out um, that you can get right now. Anyone can go redeem these. You don't even need PS Plus, mm-hmm. and you do own them for life. Um, was um, Astrobot, Moss, and Paper Beast. Okay. And then compatible 
with the PSVR, but not required. They also gave us Res Infinite, Thumper. That's oh, a yeah. big one, right? Must do. Yep. And I do have um, quite a few PSVR games I've gotten over the years as well. One of those I know was uh, obviously the uh, the Until Dawn Rush of Blood, which I know some yeah, people laugh yeah. about, but I'm just dying to try. Um, and then I've got a couple other VR games. In fact, if you'll humor Even me. Even Tetris Effect is worth playing in VR just because for me, that's the only way I've ever played Tetris Effect. Oh, well, hell yeah. Like, so I can't even fathom playing that, you know. Yeah, so it needs the camera because the controller and the headset has those, like, blue lights all over it. And that's what's And I'm guessing that's up. how it tracks you. Yeah, the camera p- picks up the uh, the blue dots everywhere. Well, so let's um, see here. Like, oh, sorry. Like, when I wear my VR helmet, my son calls me a stormtrooper <laughs> for whatever reason. Oh, I've you know, seen it because I've, I've used yeah, PSVR before, but yeah. Um, also, fun fact, I've played the Dreamcast version of Res, but otherwise I've never played any other versions of Res, so I think that'll be pretty dope. Yeah, the VR version is pretty fun because it the, the pointer is where you look. Right. So that's how your reticle is where you look. So that's, that's pretty cool. Looks like I also have a game called Firewall Zero Hour. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil 7, you can play with it. Oh, shit. I <laughs> forgot about that. That yeah. is a... And I have the gold edition on PS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking so at it right now. Yeah, I do have that out. Um, so be good times, man. I want you... you know, I talk damn, so I'm much about Astrobot. Astrobot. And like the cool shit that that's really where I want your opinion is I think I talked about that cavern with the music mm-hmm. and that just a feeling I get when I'm on that level that I'm like, I need to know if I'm crazy or if, uh, <laughs> you know, so, or even like the little bonus game when you're on your ship and you, it's a little, uh, gotcha claw game. Yes. Like even that is so well, and that's in Astro's Playroom, but obviously it's not in VR. You know what yeah. else I found out I have? I have Farpoint. I think I tried that, but it made me a little queasy. Oh, okay. Same so with, uh, with that Martin, is it Robinson Crusoe or The Journey? There's some some sort of VR game um, that's like a exploration of an island. You crash there and there's dinosaurs and stuff, but it's like, you know. Futury. I just want to call like Robinson Crusoe, like a modern Swiss Family Robinson or something. I can't remember the name of it, but uh, I tried to play that for a while, mm-hmm. and, and I hung in there, and it made me a little little queasy. So I, I really can't do the first person walking around shit, man. I wish I could. Um, so most of my experiences are Ooh, I have Trackmania Turbo, which I guess works. Oh, yeah, that ain't happening. Um, <laughs> So mine are very much sit on the couch with the control of VR. Right, and uh, that's probably what I'm going to do. Ooh, did you know I have the Hatsune Miko experience, though? Yeah, you can download those for free. There's oh. a Kingdom Hearts one, too, where it's almost like yep. you're on a Disney ride and stuff, and you can go to some Disney and I love those. locations. Uh, so, yeah, there's some fun stuff. There's de- free demo discs, I think, for the PS VR you can download that has snippets so got, of, like, yeah. a bunch of so those are fun too. They, I think Battle Zones on there on some Ooh. of them. I have um, the Wipeout uh, Omega Collection, oh, I do. which is I compatible. Do too. 
I do too. And I, do I not want to do that? <laughs> that also, well, I know picture a wipeout, but in first person VR. I've never played um, wipeout. I bought it because you, people say I should. Oh, you, you've never played a wipeout game? No, that's not why even I the, the Omega collection. Disney? Yeah, no. It's basically F Zero on. Fucking, I mean, I watched uh, Angelina Jolie play it in the movie Hackers, but no, it, it's F Zero on crack. Uh, with yeah. a lot more techno music in it. Sounds fantastic. Uh, let's see, I do have that Batman Arkham VR, which I've never played. Yeah, I've never tried that. I've got Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which has that VR sequence I might check out. Yeah, I mean, if you go into the store and just look for free demos, you'll see some weird shit. Because remember I played well, I'm, a lot I'm of I'm looking in the play. store at just what I own, oh. actually. But just a free but demos. But I'm seeing all the random odd. free stuff, yeah. Because I've I've played like games where you knock down blocks and fit cubes in that right. turn. I think one's called Stacks or something. That's pretty fun. Uh, one game was called what was it called Static with a Q or something. Remember you had your hands mm-hmm. like in a lockbox. Like there's a lot. Yeah, I remember of, you talking about that. Yeah, there's a lot of fun little demos on there, man. But so once I get that packed up and uh, I leave, you know, you can let it sit on your porch for a week or something. I don't know, let it. <laughs> Whatever germs you think I've been vaccinated. I'm good. Like I said, I wiped it down. Every piece as I put it in, it put it in. I wiped it down with uh, disinfectant stuff and uh, boxed it up. And I'll be frank, I'm not worried. I I respect and appreciate you for being careful. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, my bigger concern is like, are you sure you're okay with this? Yeah, as long as it gets in. I mean, it'll get here, it'll be safe, and it'll get back to you. But you know what I mean? I'm not using it. You know, it's very rare that I sit down and have a big, big VR go, you know. I also have a game so, called Here They Lie. And if I know you, mm. unlike me where it takes, it would take eight months, like, to play through Astrobot, I know how you start something and finish something. And I know you'd probably burn through most of your VR experimenting if I know you pretty, you know, within like a few few months, short months, I know you could probably get through most of everything. Oh, I'll be, so. yeah. Again, the only catch with that is I can't do VR in long stints. I can do mild stints, right? Like hour or two. But beyond that, like, then I have to take a break. Yeah. The body Moss, can't, uh, can't like be in the rift that long. Thoughts on Moss? Because I think Moss is pretty clever and uh, cool. Yeah, I, like I said, uh, what I'm happy about is that most of the like essentials, like the must plays, I have. I'll be tempted to get Beat Saber, but I'm going to hold back until I know which one I'm going to get. Although I have it on pretty good authority at this point that I'll most likely be getting um, the PSVR 2 uh, once that comes out. And we should be getting information about that come this summer. <laughs> so that'll be good. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot I have Hitman. Which has VR in it, but I don't think I need it. Um, now, the first, first level of Astrobot, they put a little ledge right there so you can run them right up next to your shoulder. There you go. Look point blank. This is something about that, man. Something about that I need you to experience before we move on to the next wave of stuff. Yeah. I think I might even try that buy and try that Rick and Morty because there's just not been an opportunity oh. to do it otherwise. Yeah, yeah I, never, I never checked that out. I am curious. I like so... Psychonauts, didn't Psychonauts 1.5 or whatever? Oh, I, don't I know. know that came out on Oculus. I just wonder if it came out. I'm pretty sure it came out also on PSVR. Let's find out because that I definitely want to play. 
Yo, if you have a Psychonauts chance to try... in the Rhombus of Ruin. There you go. All right, all right, all right. If you have a chance to play uh, Ace Combat 7 VR mode, that's an experience. That's on now? It is on now. I keep um, getting all these free offers for now. And yes, Rhombus of Ruin is on there. It's 20 bucks. So once I get it, I'll easily drop 20 bucks for that. Add to the little library. Yeah. But, but if it is on PS Now and it's VR, you have to download it. You can't stream it. It will which not. Which is fine. I don't want to stream. I don't like streaming. <laughs> That's where you but and no. I differ. <laughs> if you want to feel like Maverick, nah. Fly Hell yeah, I do. You can do that. So... Um, that will be exciting to hear some feedback, so I will try to get that out. And you know what I can yep. do afterwards as a show of gratitude? I will return it with my move controllers because there's no fucking way I'm doing anything with those <laughs> afterwards. So those are worth like a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So as a show of appreciation, since you took the hit first, yep. I will return it with those move controllers. It's okay. only one. Okay. It's one dildo and one controller, weird controller thing. But Oh, that weird... Yeah, it's I like the dildo and then like the left stick, right? Like, yeah, I think you need both of them though for a lot of games. Oh, like two move controllers? Yeah. Well, I'll find At least out. The but little, yeah, little symbol shows because there, there will be a little symbol next to like where you download it, tell you what it needs or what it's compatible with. Mm-hmm. So, I'll find know. out. I'll find out the hard way. Um, right. Play some super hot VR. That's on there. There you go. But. uh um, so yeah, Anyways. yeah. Well, and up. and you know what? Actually, on the PlayStation front, this has been a PlayStation heavy thing. Um, I uh, one last project I've been doing um, f- uh, for um, somebody brought it up. Austin and I were talking about it in the in the chat or like in Twitter or something. I decided to do it. I went back and looked at my PlayStation Two, right? Because I've got a hard drive in it, but it's mm-hmm. like a hacked hard drive, so it allows me to run games from it. Because the disk drive is starting to go in my old PlayStation fat, you know, like my mm-hmm. my original. And so I put a hard drive in there so you can, like, um, you can rip the disks through your disk drive, but, like, I don't want to do that because the disk drive is what's going. So I just ripped my whole collection, which I have a pretty decent number of PlayStation 2 games. A lot of, be- a lot of us do, I think. Um, so I ripped, like, my 70-odd games, popped them on a hard drive. Um, but the problem is when you boot it up, it takes a long time to load that because PlayStation's not a very strong piece of hardware. And um, it takes a long time to load into the menu and launch your game. And so I found hmm. out that there are some updates where you can use, first of all, faster hard drives, SATA hard drives, as opposed to the IDE hard drives. Second of all, you can use um, the Freemic boot or the hacked memory card. Um, and I've got a lot of the accessories a lot of people don't have, such as the USB PS3 um, uh, memory card reader. I have that. So you can use that through a PC to make these hacked memory cards. I also have um, a disc that allows me to do it and stuff. Um, but I made one of those hacked memory cards for Austin. And I was like, oh, let me do it for myself. Let me get one of the more upgraded ones. And those are great because right when you launch into your PlayStation, it's just got the launcher right there on the main screen. It's like part of your browser and stuff. It's just hacked in. Mm -hmm. And then you immediately launch this app and then it's got all your games. And then of course, you know, the cheesy part trees is I can do the thing where I can enter like 
the release date and the developer and the different modes and like the the rating and all that stuff and it makes this cool fun little netflix look and i love that stuff and again these are specifically the games i own right so they're my games and so that kind of adds a little bit of what you're talking about i understand it's not a replacement but Mm -hmm. for my uses like that adds that shelf thing you're talking about where you can see the box art and the disc and everything like that and you're like all right cool and it even emulates like when you launch the game right it's launching the actual game but it does the thing where it's as if you've put the game in, right? It, it flashes to the PlayStation 2 thing, you know, before it launches it. And it runs it right. just like a normal game. So I've been building that up. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's cool stuff you can do nowadays um, with this <laughs> this OPL loader where you can just, like, um, put in some cool backgrounds and designs and stuff like that. And, again, you build it all on your PC and then you just copy it over real quick on the memory right. card. Um, but it's cool to do. So Cool. Yeah, but uh, anyway, with that, yeah, that's about that's about it. It's about what nice. I've been doing. Although you got me eager now. We are shit. <laughs> My wife's gonna be man. like, "Oh, fucking great! He's gonna he's More gonna want to buy that thing." And I was like, "Well, I mean, let's see when it goes on sale this year." <laughs> well, it's also at the end of its lifespan now that they announced a new one. So really, there's no need to go in for the old one. No, no, no. Like I said, I'll probably be going in for the new one, all things oh, considered. Oh, the new one, yes. But, oh, yeah, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a must-have. That's a definite right there. Well, that's kind you of know? my thoughts. Like, I was like, well, yeah. I want to... This will be like a little training wheels one. This will be like a little, you know, beta. This no, is like I've the beta. Used it. Like yes. I said, I think that's the benefit, is like that resolution is better. I'm pretty sure it's better than the original Oculus I bought. So mm. it will be, and I'm because I, I I remember rem- I remember thinking that that it's mm-hmm. if it's not the same resolution, then it fudges it really well. Yep. Because I remember putting it on when we played it at my friend's or at my daughter's friend's house when we went mm-hmm. over there and we played Beat Saber and a couple other games. And I remember putting it on and immediately going, wow, this looks better than I remember the Oculus ever looking. Mm. And even if the resolution's lower, there it, there must have been something to it. I remember people saying it was the lowest resolution of, of all of the mm-hmm. VR headsets. Right. But there's just something about it that was like, I don't know, it just mm. seemed better than the Oculus. And so remember, like this is, I, I don't have a whole lot of experience and then I can finally go up to the bomb ass 4K one or whatever, you know, <clears throat> when right. uh, when when the second one comes out. So yeah, and you need you need a little white cloth. I used to have one that came with it. I lost it. But are you talking about like a microfiber infuri- cloth? Yeah, I'm sure you yeah. have tons of them. Yeah, I do. Because there's nothing more infuriating than there's a little smudge on it, mm-hmm. and it's like, is that in the game? Is that? It really messes you up. Oh, trees! <laughs> there's a little thing on there, you- and you're like, where? What is that? Is that? That's a is that, is that some schmutz or is that part of the game? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, you'll, y- you would laugh. This probably won't surprise you, but I know you'd be busting my balls if you saw me in person. Like, I've got uh, a couple of microfiber cloths for stuff like that that have never been opened and they're still sealed in little baggies, right? Yeah, like nice. the baggies they came with. So I'll just open a fresh one uh, and it'll be them. the PSVR oh. one. Yeah, but, my kids lose them on me. Yeah, but. so... So yeah, but uh, yeah, it'll be cool. Um, looking cool, forward cool. to it, right? That's even more I got to do. So I'm definitely got to finish Days Gone. I got to make room for all this new shit coming down the pike. So Definitely. Yeah, so. All righty, man. All right. Well, I'd say with that, we will call it a week. 
yeah, let's get out of here so I can go lie a week somewhere. There you go. Uh, <laughs> lie a week and stare at the ceiling. And I'm looking forward to just going straight to bed. So, <laughs> yeah, good for you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, all right. All right. Well, then, until next week, peace out. Later. See you.